for the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. <laughs> One time like, okay. <laughs> Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything black. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. <laughs> letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. <laughs> black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The kick gone knock, the snare gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gone pour, the speakers gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. Blab chat. Yes, let's go. Let's go. Blab. Blab. Everything is blab. Oh God, we gotta. We're gonna work on that. We're gonna work on that <laughs> intro. Anyway, what's up, guys? This is Blab Chat, uh, episode uh, 53, 54. Josh, do you know? 53? I think it's episode 53. I like how we always look at Josh. Yeah. Like, Josh, 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 you Josh, 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 what is it? You know He's the only one that knows. Every four on the like show, but we always look at 54. Josh. Now Josh Every. knows that he has to keep records yeah. for yeah. next yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 55. We gave him that responsibility without him asking for it. So anyway, this is episode 50-something. Mm. This is Blap Chat, all music production podcast. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot of um, music production shit. Uh, we have special guests. Shout to all you guys. Um, I go. I go by the name of uh, Ill Mind, <laughs> um, and I'm here with my co-hosts. So yes, like Atlas the Plug was goody. Perfection. Yeah. What's up? Glam in the building. In the building. Talk to him. Glam in the building. In I feel this like building. We're in this building. Here. In, in this particular building. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, I Not feel in like any the other f- building. I feel like the four of us haven't been together in a, a month. I think because yeah, we had a couple much. weeks off. Yeah. It hasn't been that long. Yeah. No, I we think it's been three weeks. Three weeks. Perfection was somewhere. You had something yeah. Yeah. one yeah. day. Like exactly. So it's been a little. It's been a minute. But we're back. We're back. Special. It's October. It's fourth quarter. You guys know what that means. Spooky season. Halloween's around corner. Spooky season. Is here. Halloween. No budgets. Fourth quarter saving it. Budgets. The first quarter. Budgets are weird right now, guys. Listen. <laughs> yeah, we, don't ask for money too much. Nobody's cutting the Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Do you guys need to know about the music industry? It's fourth quarter. It means a couple things. One, it means the heavy hitters are dropping, usually, fourth mm-hmm. quarter. The guys who sell a lot of records. But if you're a music producer or a creator, it's kind of a bizarre time right now because... They're not really cutting checks unless unless it's important. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think right now is the, the time to really do it because um, there are some labels out there that have, you know, a, a certain amount of money. Spider, you like that? Bring that back. <laughs> Zoom into the spider, Josh. Am I? <laughs> yep. There's labels that uh, have a budget. They have to spend money. So they're trying to spend money right now, too. So... It's kind of an up in the air thing, but uh, spending money yeah. on that uh, uh, Mariah Carey Christmas album, yeah. Mariah budget. Carey Christmas mm. <laughs> budget. I feel like that sells every yep. year. Every year, every year, man. Every year. You Boys know, Ashanti had Christmas. a good one though. On she the low, did? low, I'm not going to even front. Who did? Oh, mom, Ashanti. She had a, a, a Christmas cut. Mm. I've also flirted with the idea of like Kanye put out a Christmas song, but That's I was like, interesting. Christmas, like, why not? 
You know, ho, ho, hoes on these ho, hoes. Yeah. I don't know. Ho, hoes on these hoes. Ho, ho, hoes on these hoes. There it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, By the way, and shameless plug, I don't give a fuck. Last Christmas, I put out an EP called Trap Carols. Yeah. I remember that. We're bringing that that shit back. That was lit. For those who don't know, um, I put out an EP last year called Trap Carols, and I took, um, you know, like popular Christmas songs, and I made trap versions out of them. No lyrics, just fun. And uh, we shot some videos and did some cool shit. So I'm going to reintroduce that this Christmas and every fucking Christmas for the Yo, next the 10, graphics, 15, 20 years. The video graphics on there was legendary, bro. So cool. The, so you cool. Was like, you're in like the, the glass bubble snow where you shake it and it's the snow and like your head's going. Yo, that shit yeah. was tough. Shout out to my man Rio. Shout out to Rio. killed oh, yeah. those graphics for me. So Chop mm-hmm. Carol's coming. But shout out to all the producers that are putting the work in, man. You know, like a lot going on right now. A lot of new producers kind of sneaking in and getting on these albums and like really putting the work in and building up name for themselves mm-hmm. right like um there was a couple joints i heard recently i think it was like some stuff from slum god but then also um little pump the little pump oh, album those pump. beats are fire though yeah. pump. Those yeah, beats are, you don't like those beats glam look at her face <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not even gonna lie. No, like, I, some I, of I, his, haven't listened, I haven't listened yeah, to Lil Pump. I'm just hard. over his name. Yeah, some yeah, of his music no. isn't really like, I would say for me, for me, mm-hmm. like it's not something I would bump on a daily maybe. It's a little mm-hmm. too um, retarded for me. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. hey. Hey, yeah. I, I fuck with Uzi. Yeah. I yeah. like Yachty. But it's only so many lows I could like fit in this yeah, capacity. I feel you. I feel but the you. beats, yeah, the beats were dope. There were a couple where like, you know, some of the like lyrics were like, Okay, like I get where he's going, but it was like it was a bit young in a sense. Ooh, right. like the realist. Um but right. the but the beats were kinda like, okay, like yeah. you know, I could bop to this. But yeah, yeah I, I really fuck with Uzi. I, fuck with like, I really lows, fuck with Uzi. I think Uzi's the only one that separates himself as like a uh, artist. Like this man is a artist. He's yeah. young, right. he's in his zone, like yeah, like Yachty does it too. He gets the money and everything, but like when I listen to Yachty, there's like little things that you could like, mm-hmm. yes, bop shit, yes, trap shit, but like mm-hmm. there's things that he's like, oh, he did just say that. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, you know what? I do fuck with that. Yes, I do fuck with. Like you could, they have a couple of you know lyric points, and you're like, okay, I fuck with. You. Yeah. yeah right. What's that song that's on his album? Um, Whose album? Uzi. Yeah. Neon guts. Neon no. guts is oh my, my shit. God. There's another one too that I really like. Oh, where like he pretty mommy no I gotta get it it's like where he's talking about like his old girl but it's like very there's just so many different like colors on that album like I think it's fire like, I think it's fire he's too. just talking talking his shit but uh, you know I, I, I pay attention to the beats first the way life I'm a goes producer. okay yeah that one's fire too I like that yeah that one's fire but I pay t- I, I don't know about you guys but I pay t- like the first thing I hear when I hear a song is like the, the track the beat oh yeah mm-hmm. for sure and like you know a lot of these guys are doing some crazy mm-hmm. shit yeah I who really produced like uh, Bodak Yellow do you guys Bodak uh, yeah who produced that oh man I forgot his name I feel like I read it the but, other uh, day too and I he, forgot he bodied that he did a good mm-hmm. he definitely bodied he bodied so that so simple but yeah. like yeah. crazy knock yeah like at the there's same some change-ups in that yeah. in that track though too yeah yeah it's like you have to not you don't have to be high but you gotta right. be in the car with like right. the speakers and stuff but i wanted to say something when you were talking about uzi um the reason one of the reasons why, why i also fuck with him so heavy is because i saw um you know on instagram you just kind of like you'll trail off into a hell of people's pages yeah. and i ended up on beats radio uh and i think his name's zane low oh yeah. zane low yeah. and he was interviewing him and he was just like what are you thinking about in this moment right now yeah. like while you're sitting with me and he was just like 
who has time to think right now right and mm. it, it put everything in perspective like right. he's not he's he's that in the zone he was like i didn't even know you was coming right so right. it just shows you when somebody is that focused and that like willing like for their shit mm-hmm. and like they're in their that that hard yeah i fuck with that yeah like, they're in their zone and, and you shouldn't overthink and that's what it showed me it was just like you can't really yeah it's like some shit. it's like artistry and like you know elements of like just rock star shit you know he's like, definitely screams rock star. yeah like yeah. I'll, I'll throw another name out post malone like Came right back with that single. That fucking shit is fire. That shit is a gem. Shit is a gem. Rockstar, Twenty One Savage, Rockstar. Yeah, 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 I literally yeah. was at the gym. That that song really motivated me to work out. I ain't even gonna lie. Yeah. Like I played it in the gym and I was like, <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> no, listen, no, that's that, that, I put that shit on repeat. And I was that's what I'm with. That's what I fuck with. Like that sound. Like you know. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm a producer. I'm a participant in it, but. The, the element of like energy mm-hmm. like the way the 808 makes you feel yes. like okay fine there's arguments millions of arguments out there that oh this guy sounds the same as this guy which is relatively true it's yeah. all relative but i think you know at the end of the day it's like the purpose of that music is like like you said avian like you know going to the gym hyping you up like yeah. it's all hype 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 I, yeah. music and there's a lane for that and i fuck with that sometimes you know what mm-hmm. i mean there's a place like, for it i yeah. think a perfect example of that is the cardi b with the with the bodak yellow yep. yeah. like listen i'm gonna keep it 100 like i missed the episode when you guys had spoke about it and i really wish i was there and like talk your talk and and like (laughs) no really no like i really genuinely mean this and i don't want anyone to i know people might be upset when i say this but like you know to pick cardi b in the same you know realm as like lauren hill to me just blows my mind right Mm -hmm. like I yeah. respect Cardi B. I respect her hustle. I do think she's a star. Absolutely. You know, she came where she came from, where she's going. She got it. 100%. I respect that. And I salute that. I, but a little side of me, maybe because I'm such a huge Lauren Hill fan, yeah. is like, man, like, like I get she got the run and the run went longer and she broke, you know, Lauren Hill's record on the charts and all that. But like to put her as an artist mm. next to Lauren Hill, to me, is like... It's right. like a disrespect almost. And and I mean musically. Yeah. You know what right. I'm saying? Like I heard Cardi B at the title at the title uh thing and salutes to, you know, to Hove and everyone for mm-hmm. doing that and raising all that money. But like she wasn't really on the beat. I'm not right. gonna lie. Like I've never heard a Cardi B verse and was like, damn, she could spit. Right. You know what I'm saying? However, I however, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. like academics right no, now. No, listen, listen, right. however. Listen, however, <laughs> however, I will say and again, this goes back to being a star thing. Like, I found, especially lately, singing like, this is blood, this is the blood, you know, blood shoes. Like, I'm like, whoa, wait, like, right. you know what I'm saying? So, like, I get the whole star thing and, like, pushing it and doing it and, like, salute my mom. Like, you deserve it. And I was, but, like, on a the musical level, a when you're comparing her musically to Lauren Hill in the same sentence, to me, I have, like, right. a little it's bit of a, a... Yeah, it's, right. like, uh, you know it's like, I love you, but it's, Lauren it's Hill, though? It's bittersweet. Yeah, but Lauren it's, Hill, though. But it's funny, though, because it's like, you know, you have to consider where music is mm-hmm. nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Like, you do exactly. have artists out there that I'm sure, you know, like, have, like, that Lauren Hill vibe and can mm-hmm. come up with, you Hello. know, that vibe for sure. Uh-huh. Shout out to Glenn. Glam. And, you know, also that girl that was on the showcase, um, the oh. Woozy Nights. Oh, Fushi. Fushi. Nights. Fushi. Um, Fushi. 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 in Brooklyn. Fushi. Uh, Lower East Side. Yeah. Fushi, but also the come first to girl, nights. too. She uh, had kind of yeah. mellow. Mellow, mellow. She had kind of like yeah. a... No, it was like incredible. Like a Janae Aiko. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. kind of like laid right. back. That's yeah. so let's go. For people that don't know, I had a I had a like a showcase called Woozy Nights that I did uh, last week on Thursday, mm-hmm. and the talent that came through is an R and B series that we did, and the talent. Fushi, go on Amazing. Instagram. She got a voice, it's man. Fushi Live. F O U S H E E. Fushi Live is her Instagram. This girl is so talented. What, yo, Avian, when she pulled out that guitar and yeah, she started crazy. doing the Lauren Hill song, mm-hmm. acapella, by the mm-hmm. way, just yeah. her on the guitar. And she was singing, and then she hit. The, I got she, goosebumps. She went to Cardi B. She right hit the high notes, Cardi and then B, she right. went to Cardi she B, Cardi and B. was doing Cardi B on the right guitar. Right. That's so sick. it's like a lot of music. You know, yeah. there there are those type of artists yeah. out here still doing that oh, kind yeah. of music. Right. But like, you know, you got to see like what's being pushed at the forefront of yeah. you know the industry and you know the music and what's exciting to you know. Yep. The fan base, and I think that's that's the thing, though. Is like, what are the people liking? Yeah, yeah. you know what that's, I mean. Not us, because us right. as producers and like executives, we have our own style and taste of music and preference. Right. But yeah. like, the fans are the people that yeah, are buying the music. Fans. So they're the fans. ones that are pushing that kind of music. So it's like we gotta kind of see, you know, where the industry is now. Because like, mm-hmm. let's be realistic. Like Nicki Minaj, I love Nicki. She's cool. She's great. But her music wasn't even. Like Lauren Hill, either, and no, she right. broke she be, well, spit, though. She for can. sure. No, like, if not, you're I'm thinking not... female rapper, I'm thinking Missy. I'm thinking Lauren Hill, and I'm thinking like like uh, uh, Nikki. Yeah, but in not my even opinion. like. Right. But opinion. I think for me, it's not. I'm Eve not trying to talk all, about though. like lyrics, right? We're just <laughs> oh, talking Eve, about true. Like, I forgot about Eve. Like, I forgot Eve. My bad. I forgot about Eve. I mean, but but like it's weird because I feel like you know when you talk about charts and like you know all this shit is like. People are kind of looking at everything when it comes to it, like yeah. the person, the personality, you know, yeah. like yeah, their impact. Catch me outside, girl. The perfect example. Oh my God, let's not even go there. She got signed to Atlantic. She got signed. Yeah. We know. But they didn't sign her because she can like this. make great music. They no, signed her because they can make money from her. Well, here's here's the thing though. Like, here's what it all boils down to. When you look at the current billboard hot 100 right now and this is like the chart that's like the top 100 songs in the country right, right. currently number one right now is, is rockstar um by uh post malone mm-hmm. i think number two is bodak yellow yeah. number three is logic logic which is khalid alicia cara mm-hmm. the suicide prevention song which is that amazing that song grew on me what by the way right. but the, think about the, the suicide, suicide prevention, prevention one when i was like i don't right like, oh but oh, think about think about all three of those tracks and how different they are from each other mm-hmm. that's just a testament to just the way people listen to music right. now mm-hmm. like i think everyone listens to everything like the kid who listens to taylor swift also went to like skrillex's fucking set at coachella and they also bump uzi vert and future (laughs) but guess what they also fucking um listen to post malone as well and they like logic you know so i think everyone listens to everything now and so like the playing field is even and i really do think that just the way music makes people feel is Mm. different than it than it made us feel back then like you know lauren hill made us feel a certain way when miseducation came out right Mm -hmm. but you can't discredit people like uh you know um cardi b for creating that same impact Mm. just minus the music like if you take the music away the impact is there right if we get really technical the song is positive she's talking about we're used to we're used to like okay she already got odds against her, but they're also favorable because 
2017, I'll say from 20, 2014, 2013, even before, in 2000s period, we've worshipped strippers as like, right. in hip hop, like we love strippers. And I think she's probably the first one that is talking about not doing that anymore. And right doing better and buying her mama house it's like there are positive elements in this ratchet shit but it's like it's a frequency thing and i feel like yeah. cardi had fans and what we looked for in lauren we don't we don't look for that in cardi right and like lauren had a message it was a little bit more direct it was a little more clear but in the defense and it it, it does reflect at the times i think what your bittersweet comes from is that lauren never talked about her pussy Right. But she no, never right. made yeah. herself a, a right. object, and it was, more, and it was yeah. so genuine, and it was so just like cool. everyone just fucked with it, and it was just like undeniable. Everybody was on it. Where now it's like there's people who fuck with Cardi, there's people who can't stand it. You know right. what I'm saying? I never heard anyone hating on. I think what happened, and you're totally right. What happened with that is social media. Because right. what happened is mm. when when Lauren came out, there really it might have been MySpace or whatever like that, mm. but there wasn't really social media like it is now. Cardi B. If you follow, Not she's even hilarious. MySpace. Yeah, she wasn't yeah. even around. There, yeah. there wasn't even. There wasn't even MySpace. Yeah. Okay, AOL even better. Wasn't even around. Google wasn't even out. Probably. Probably. Okay, so wasn't even, even lit. Back even then. better. <laughs> even better. But that goes to show, like what you're saying, and I totally agree. Is it's the times have changed, and you guys are right. You know, I could be like a little angry about it. Right. I'm not really angry. I actually respect the hustle. No, but, it's a taste thing. But it's right. But I think what happens is when social media got involved, and Cardi B is hilarious on her social media. Mm -hmm. If you guys she's follow hilarious. her, she right. is hilarious. And being on Love and Hip Hop. So you're on a nationally televised TV show. That alone, people will download your just because they watch the show. But not even too. I feel like even with the whole love and hip hop thing, she was the only one that kind of wasn't as ratchet as everyone else and wasn't oh. like promoting the same shit that everyone else was right. doing. Right. I don't and even mean ratchet. Like, I just mean like because you're on TV and it's a nationally it's televised TV show. Too. Yeah. Even if like point zero zero two percent of the people yeah. streamed the record. Right. You're still gonna get a lot yeah, of hits. Yeah, but I also, think also too, what but, benefited her with the show is the fact that she wasn't as ratchet. Because it's like right. when you think of love and hip hop, right? Like, and no shade to anyone on there, but like yeah. it's a reality show. A lot of it is scripted. We know that. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of these people, and I've been in places where they've actually recorded the mm -hmm. show. So right, it's too. kind of mm -hmm. like, you know, okay, let's act like you're recording, you know, hit yeah. play. Right, right. Oh, such and such walked Sing in the, the building. <laughs> Hold on. You know, hit right. pause. It's like it's. <laughs> It's not real. So right. it's like, that's what it is. That's where it stays. Like, everyone on Love and Hip Hop is working on a single, working on an album. Right. Hair boutique. Yeah. Versus Spa. We're going to do one of those during Bopper Craft. We're not hating. We're not hating. Versus her. Like, we're not, we not, not in that. Versus her. It's like, she did it. She, you know, she took advantage of the opportunity. She grew her fan base. People yeah. loved yeah. her on the show. And then she continued to do something positive and bigger mm -hmm. and better after right. that. So it's like, people supported her even after that because it's like, Oh, you're not just right. a reality, you know, TV personality that's being ratchet on Love and Hip Hop. It's like, no, yeah. you took that, you made right. money, mm -hmm. you made it bigger, and that's where it is. Yeah, because yeah, if she man. came out, because if she came out saying that, if she, if Cardi just came out right now, we would probably still fuck with that record, but not really. Right. I don't think so because the her personality, the platform that she had to show her personality for one right. and then that just flourished in the way that it did right. I feel like everybody was already sold into anything she was doing you just want right. to see what she was what, what's she gonna do next I wanna see right. but shout out to Cardi yeah. B she's shout gonna burn shout out to Cardi B shout out it's all love yeah. and like I said salute like 
keep doing your thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, it, what's the difference? Like, think about. And like, at the end of the day, sir, I'm not to cut you off, yeah. Phil, but at the end of the day, it's not Cardi B's fault. No. She just not put out all. the music and she put it out and people right. reacted a certain way. So I just want to make it clear I'm not a Cardi B hater. No. You know, none of that. Everyone's got their it's own not, heavy opinion not, on I like Cardi. You know I like Cardi. So, yeah. But think about, like, even before our time, way before our time, like the 19 fucking 50s, right? When, like, the Beatles were, like, the number one group in the world or like Elvis was like the number one artist in the world right I don't know what year that was but fucking when wars were happening I don't know (laughs) 71 like our grandmas and shit (laughs) but like you know great grandmas like you know they were that was like the industry wasn't uh, uh, developed enough yet obviously so it was like just like one or two groups that everyone just like fucked with right and then you fast forward we're in 2017 going on 2018 life is just different like i i look at it no different than like you know if you were to relay a message to someone from la right would you walk to la and tell them and then walk back to new york no doesn't make sense right when like telephones were invented like we started using phones and then you know well it was mailing system first and then it was phones and then now we have cell phones and now we're flying on airplanes so like as, twitter as humanity is like evolving you know the way that this information is distributed is also changing so like it to me the common denominator with music in my opinion is impact right mm-hmm. like impact is the only thing that matters mm-hmm. like the texture of the music the way it sounds i mean people are going to hate me for this but like none of it really honestly matters it's really just like the you're an artist you made an impact on millions of people now what happens yeah mm-hmm. right what happens after that mm-hmm. and so it's interesting when you think about you know kendrick's impact and like when he impacted the people and amassed millions of fans what is he doing now to nurture those millions mm-hmm. of people he's you know saving kids off the street he's giving them you know a, a, a clear story about being a kid in the streets and like breaking out of that and like the, the all the shit that's happening in the system right and then j cole's message very definitive um migos's message they're still getting started right but it, i'm i'm curious to see yeah i'm curious to see like Bad where they go you know like in terms of how are they nurturing these millions mm-hmm. of people mm-hmm. cardi b how is she going to continue to nurture this maybe cardi b will continue to push the message of yo like you said glam like i started in the strip club and now i hustled my way up and you can break out of it too like empowerment you know inspiration maybe maybe not i don't know but i think that's really all that matters when it comes to music is just impact yeah and then what are you going to do about it yeah and i think people shouldn't really criticize you know based off of like you know where you came from or what you did because people have to do what they have to do like just because she was stripping doesn't necessarily mean that one her ass was all uh, you know out on top of everybody's face and she was having sex with everybody no it was just a way for her to make quick easy money put her face out there you know like at the end of the day the girls in these clubs are making like a thousand two three sometimes four thousand a night imagine how long that takes some people you know with a regular nine to five you know that you don't even make that in a month so it's like she gotta make quick money it is what it is it's no different you know from a struggling rapper that used to work at mcdonald's and you know he's on the charts now right are you gonna criticize him because he worked at a fast food restaurant maybe but does that dictate his you know creativeness and who he is as a person no so i think you know people have to stop doing the whole like oh well she was a stripper she's ghetto Mm -hmm. yeah 
Doesn't Yo. mean she's not talented or, you know, she doesn't have what it takes. Yeah. Farrell Monch, mm-hmm. my manager, ex, told me this story. She says she saw him record Simon Says. No shit. He was homeless at that time. When he was recording it. He, wow. Yeah, she said he was in respect to Farrell Monch, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because that's like, if somebody was like, what is hip hop? I would show them Simon yeah. Says or like wow. Annie Up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those are the first go-to like hip hop. Damn, of, those are, that's as, a good as, too. Like aside from <laughs> yeah, like, right? if, we, if, if I wasn't going to get historical on them and put the right. whole like Cool G Herc and, and all of that, mm-hmm. if I wasn't going to put that in the mix, then I would be like, listen to these. If it was just like a novice ass hip hop person, right. I would recommend those two songs. But he, she told me she can't, she saw him come into yeah. the studio and record that song. And he was, he was, yeah. he had nothing. Yeah. He had nothing but that song. That's so pretty it's amazing. like you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it really is. It's your choice. Yeah. Basically, it's your choice. Mm. Um, impact. And it's impacting. Yeah. I think. It, I think even when he made that song, he knew. Yeah. It was too crazy. He knew. Like, he knew. Some, but that, or, that or on the other hand, he may have not even known. Like it could have just been another song. He could have just been working. He was like, "This shit's hype." You know, yeah. maybe he thought it was tight just to him, and like yeah. it ended up spreading the way it did. So when you when you know Avion says about. Like Cardi and like you know the whole nine to five and all of yeah. that. Like she's right. Like people really do come from nothing. You really can't like judge where they come from. I just can appreciate that she's not wearing it so. You know what I'm saying? Like and it's Amber Rose is not a a, a rapper or anything. And like right. I, I guess I in some twisted way I appreciate the slut walk. No, know? but she she, did, yeah, she put it out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was a stripper. I, I love Amber and she, Rose. She, you know, she came yeah. up. I love Amber Rose. Up. So it's just like I can respect having I guess different spectrums of yeah. you know where that that walk of life because they used to work at the same strip club. Listen, I, you know you know what it is, and and I think the Cardi B story, the Amber Rose story, even Migos story, and the Pharrell Monch. I mean, you look at those four and they have nothing to do with each mm-hmm. other. But I think. The thing that ties them all together is they all came from, uh, they came from nothing, and they all Dyer. the odds were completely against all of them. Mm-hmm. Like Amber Rose, odds are against you. Cardi B, odds are against you. Pharrell Monch, you're homeless. Odds are against you. Migos, odds are against you. You know, but I think people really enjoy a story where there's a person where the odds are against them, and then they fucking win. And they break out of that shit. So it doesn't matter mm-hmm. kind of like the texture or how it works or where it works. I think people genuinely enjoy that story. And check it out. I'm looking at the top 100 billboard chart right now, right? Number one, rock star. It's about being a rock star, right? 21 Savage, good beat, all that stuff, mm-hmm. right? Number two, Bodak Yellow. We know what that is. Number three, the suicide prevention song with Logic. Number four, look what you made me do, Taylor Swift. Number five, Feel It Still, Portugal the Man. Number six, Mi Gente, the J Balvin shit with Beyonce. Oh, I Sam love Smith, Too Good too Get At Goodbyes. You know, Thunder, Imagine Dragons, Demi Lovato, Sorry Not Sorry. All these, Despacito, Unforgettable, French Montana. Like all these songs like mean something, mm-hmm. right? They impact you. So I don't know, that's Spanish my whole thing. That's too. my whole thing. Yeah, Spanish music, music is, Spanish yeah. music is yeah. yo, they doing something else over they there. They're turning up yeah. over there in the they, Latin market. Yeah. There's a song. They're killing it's it. Like, it's like, I feel like you know it. It's like, leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it. I got to hear it. Skirt, 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 I got to hear it. I don't even know who's by. All I know is between yeah. me, Gente, and all this other mm-hmm. stuff that I'm hearing, yeah, I'm like, yo, fire. I got to get back to my Puerto Rican roots. I need to learn <laughs> yeah, Spanish. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. We need to go to the heights. Really? Wow. I need to go. Yeah. We need, we need go. to go to the heights and have it. a fucking. I love hearing go. culture. We got Puerto Rican. Who are the Chinola? Puerto Rican. Avian, you're full Dominican. Dominican. I'm Puerto Rican. Yeah. And I'm from Brooklyn. 
I'm actually black, so <laughs> he's Blasian. I'm Filipino, which he's means I, which means you're Blasian. I'm also Spanish. <laughs> but like my mom's Puerto Rican. I'm a True. Pacific Islander. I mean, yeah, if you yeah. want to get really and technical, I'm from the Bronx too. So like, the fuck yeah, I gotta say about that. Cardi B's from the Bronx. Letter B, Remy yeah. Ma's from the Bronx. Remy. Fucking exactly. Fat Joe, I just Swiss love, Beats. You know what? I love I love stories. I love stories of like struggle and then like breaking out of that shit. Yeah. Like I love seeing the struggle and then like people fucking winning after that. It just it just mm-hmm. boils my blood. Yo, nobody I used to it. fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? I Niggas was that. hating and shit. Hoes. One. Hoes. <laughs> Shout Hose. out to Tito's vodka though. Yeah, Shout out to Tito's, Tito's vodka. vodka. Me in a good mood. Shout out to my boy Jonathan Mena down at the Combat yeah. Jack that shit's Show. Good man. Yeah. That shit's really delicious. Man, yeah. I think all of this shit that we've been talking about ties into like production and like being a music producer our job i say this all the fucking time our job is to bring the best out of the artist like what what kind of music can you make to inspire the pen to write some shit mm. you know what Go i mean in the woods you know Getting what i'm naked. saying yeah Getting like naked. that's our job guys like it's not about chasing placements <laughs> and shit but like you gotta try to bring the best out of the artist and create that impact in the music man that's what matters you know so um but we have a really special guest today. Oh yeah, um, it's uh, Epic. A, 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 a homie, um, OG. I call legendary. him OG because he's legendary. He's been around for a long time. He's actually here. Okay. Um, and uh, we're really, really excited to have him. Um, we're just gonna jump right into it. Mm-hmm. Um, right into the meat. We got the home right into it. <laughs> right into um, he's the kind meat. of he, he's he's the a he's a man of many trades. True, this is true. You know, yeah. he also raps. Mm-hmm. He put out a project, and yep. um, he's just a really good dude. Put out really, a lot of really stand up dude, and and he's part of the big part of the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so shout to uh, uh, Rob Markman. <laughs> Uh, who's our guest today? That's right. And we're going to yes. be interviewing the homie Rob um, next. So um, here we go. Let's, Let's get do into it. it. Yes. The lead. I know he'll hate me for t- calling him this, but the legendary, because <laughs> right. um, he's yes. impacted and, and done so much Rob for the Markman. game. Let's give a warm round of applause for Rob Markman in Let's the house. We got to give him the cool mic. You know what I mean? He lit right now. But Rob, man, thank you for joining us. Nah, thank you for having me. It's it's kind of cool to. You know, I'm, all of us, I'm sure, you know, and a lot of our, our viewers and our listeners, you know, it's mostly producer based, but uh, music creators like we've, you know, we've watched you right. so much um, through the years and all the stuff you've contributed to, to just culture and the game and, um, you know, all the legendary interviews and all the stuff just you do in general. And uh, it's just it's pretty cool to have you on the other side of the, the mic here. So right. I like I really appreciate you coming through, man. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's strange being on the other side of the mic. So <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having me, though, man. Yeah. It's yeah. fun, man. Yeah. Um, but I mean, feel free to ask us questions, too. Of course. Oh, uh, I, always to, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always wanted to like answer questions <laughs> yeah. from Rob Markman. But, you know, we gotta, we'll do a little bit. Of we got to get you at Genius, too, man. That's coming, man. Mm-hmm. Come on. I would love mm-hmm. to. Yeah. I would love to. Yeah. So Deconstructed Genius. Yeah. I mean, you're at Genius now. I've You know, I've known you for a while and and you've gone through so many phases and it's crazy because all these different companies that you worked with um you you've like really left like a big impact yeah. on these companies right, right from the very beginning to now genius so why don't we start off talk a little bit about genius um you know what 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 is it that you do there exactly for those who don't know and you know what what are some of the things you're implementing with genius um that maybe they haven't had before you know you work there cool so yeah my my title is head of artist relations okay 
um, you know, my background for those who don't know is in journalism, you know, and and through my years in journalism, be it at Double XL, actually I started at Scratch Magazine, be it at Scratch Magazine or Double XL or MTV, you know, I built relationships. So those relationships became incredibly valuable. Um, and so, you know, when I went over to Genius, it was head of artist relations. And, and basically, you know, my job is to kind of just like be the liaison between Genius and the artist community and the creators um, just to come up with cool shit and do cool shit. Um, you know, Genius started out as a lyric website with annotations where people could break down lyrics. It was first called like Rap Genius. Yeah, it was first right? called yeah, Rap Genius. Crazy. Was the first iteration. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's just Genius now. And, you know, I've been there for two years. Um, and, you know, I, w- I was the first member, I was the first hire of, of what we now call the content team. And, hmm. you know, it's just a team of creative individuals. Um, you know, now we're doing video, now we're doing editorial articles, social media is a big part of what Genius does, the daily conversation of just trying to find the meaning behind lyrics and all music and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, but before I got to Genius, they weren't really doing video like that. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, Brendan Frederick, who, who, who um, has the content team and, you know, did a bunch of smart hires and, you know, now we're doing daily videos and, mm-hmm. you know, one of the most... Um, proudest video series and one of our most successful is Deconstructed is mm-hmm. a video series focused on producers mm-hmm. who you know because before a song becomes a song right before an artist can really lay lyrics down you need a beat yep you know Hello. and <laughs> you know if the beat if the artist made like this happy song you know where, where he's writing about how happy he is but what was the producer going through when he made exactly. that beat? Like right. that day, like maybe he wasn't happy. Maybe he got into a fight with his yeah. girl, right? And, and, and needed to go to, you know, he has his own interpretation of the song. Mm-hmm. Right. So deconstructed shows that, and I think it's so important now in 2017 because um, we're in a really dangerous space. Yep. Like the fact that we don't get album credits anymore. Yep. When it comes to like producers, don't even get you don't <clears throat> even know who produced what. You don't know who mm-hmm. produced what. You're not even getting the credit much less the platform to express how you came up with with the beat that you made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. We were just before you walked in, we were talking about, you know, um Oh, and just, G, G, yeah. The album credit thing. Mm-hmm. We're going to solve that. Yeah. My words. I think it's all going to be solved, Amazing. though. I think, so glad you said that. I, I think we're going to get to a point where the producer is going to be just as big as the artist. Absolutely. I mean, they have to because if there's no producer, yeah, there's no record. It's like, you yeah. know, and we always talk about that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like what you said. You know, when you think about music, there's so many different kind of perspectives mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the fan, the producer, the artist. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's true what you said. is like, you know, the producer was going through something, too, yep. at that time. That's a story in itself that allowed mm-hmm. someone else to be creative creative and create a story yeah so it's like it starts with the producer yeah it's interesting we you know we were talking about you know how you know the job of a music producer and in my opinion is to you know create a a a bed of music or a melody or a beat that will inspire the artist to write the best piece of music possible right and you know obviously we'll talk about this in a minute but you're also an artist you dropped an Mm -hmm. album recently and so you know you're well versed in that world Mm -hmm. you know how important do you think it is for um the producer to really you know be mindful of the fact that you know hey i can make a million beats but if i'm a producer for you know a j cole or a producer for a little uzi vert you know how crucial is it for me to try to you know produce this artist and create the best piece of music to inspire that person to write 
something amazing. I mean, what's your opinion on that? Yeah, you know, I, I, I think, you know, for a producer is more than just beat making. Right. You know, when, when you're talking about inspiring an artist, um, yeah, it's capturing a feeling. It's not just making a beat. It's capturing a feeling. It's inspiring something. It's, and this happens doesn't happen as often as it should anymore, but it, it's, it's collaborating. It's getting in the studio with mm -hmm. an artist. It's, 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 it's figuring out flows and melodies and cadences and coaching an artist. And, and because, you know, the producer, I feel like, at least, you know, when it comes to me, I don't produce, um, is the ultimate musician. Like, mm -hmm. like you, you understand probably music theory better than the artist, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so there should be a collaboration. Um, and, and I think it's very important more than just to, to send beats and see what sticks, is to create something that's really gonna inspire. Because mm -hmm. that, that's the goal, right. is, is to make, and I don't care if you're an underground artist or what your aspirations, everybody wants to write songs that the world is gonna sing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, or that just someone's exactly. gonna relate to yeah. it. Impact, you know what I mean? Impact. Yeah. And that, and that doesn't mean being pop. That doesn't mean being number one on the charts. Mm -hmm. But you know, one one of my favorite songs that maybe inspired. Like I cried the first time I heard "Dear Mama" by mm -hmm. Pop because I was going through something with with, with, with my mom. Yo, mm -hmm. facts. Me too, bro. When I first <laughs> Crazy. Heard, no real shit. When I first heard that record, me and my mom was going through it. And when I heard it, I was like, I love my mom so much more, man. And like, I would call her and just be like, mama, I love you. Like, yeah. I want to come see you and just appreciate, <clears throat> even to this day, I just appreciate every moment that you have, especially if your parent, both your parents are still here. That's a blessing. It's, it's a fact. Yeah, but you know the thing about how much on a, a record like that might not be the illest beat, you know what I'm saying? Like from a technical standpoint, might, is definitely not the illest song from a lyrical standpoint. Mm hmm but how do you capture that emotion how do right. you capture that how do you inspire that yeah. within people and there's millions of songs like that yeah. um so you know um yeah. it, that's important you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah impact we were just talking about that yep. too mm -hmm. impact yeah. mm -hmm. you and know? frequency and i mean because i think if it if the beat is not the best beat and the lyrics aren't the best there's still a feeling that it right. gave you it's a feeling that Pac right. gives everybody when yeah. he, you know right. exactly but even, even, even if you just strip it down to the beat of Dear Mama yeah. right like no I didn't you, think you, about it until you, you said it you're not gonna write you know Pac is not an, an equally as emotional record but a different emotion hit him up Right. Yeah. yeah. Pac's not gonna write hit him up to the dear mama. Right. Exactly. No, like, yeah, you know what I'm sure. saying? Exactly. But it all starts with the producer that evokes yep. these certain emotions yeah. the emotion. out of the artist and the songwriter. The emotion. That's what spoke to him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this de deconstructed thing on genius, which is um, no pun intended, genius. I love that. Uh, you yeah. know? I love that. Like so, li listen. So back in the days, the CDs and whatever people are looking at album credits nowadays, it's streaming, it's digital. People aren't looking at credits, right? What's your, you know? What's your advice to a music producer? If you know, let's say I'm a producer and I get a a big placement, and um, but I'm not on deconstructed yet. I don't have, you know, the exposure yet. I have like a thousand, you know, Twitter followers, right. and I'm just building that. What you know? Do you have any advice for a producer well, to one? Hopefully, build the rapport with the artist and the respect from the artist that the artist is going to make sure you get your credit because mm -hmm. the artist right has the most power in it. So even when when you tweet a record, just simply tweeting you know produced by right. you know is important um <clears throat> you know get control of your wikipedia mm -hmm. um you know Ooh, so, that's so, a so big the credits one. could be out there you know wikipedia is a, is a crowdsourced you know um system but so it's not perfect but take control of it so it's accurate um and genius and genius recently in the past year there's been more than a year but 
we, we've added metadata, you can always fill in the fields of ingenious, like who produced. Right. But over the past year, we expanded it where there's fields where not only can producers get their credit, mm -hmm. um, co-producers, if you played, just simply played the keys but don't have a production credit, mix engineers, mastering engineers, like you can fill yeah. in the mm -hmm. metadata mm -hmm. for anything ingenious. So yeah. we'd love to work with, with artists to get their their credits right mm -hmm. you know it's funny i have a story that mm -hmm. there was a guy out there i don't know if you've heard of him his name is um cali the producer cali the producer and i think i may have seen his name pop up like in an article or something so so this guy was getting credit first of all he was changing wikipedia pages he claimed Whoa. he claimed that he, he he um produced a justin bieber song one of the big Justin. maybe it was what do you mean mm -hmm. okay uh, wow. but it was one of those big justin bieber singles off the last album um, he was claiming that he did credit from that public um, production credit from Miley Cyrus and all these people, mm. and he 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 they, he was gaming the system and, and and putting his credit on Wikipedia pages for Justin Bieber songs, right? Wow. Um, to the point where Fader did an article on him, to the point when whoa, to the point. Listen, listen, it gets worse. To the point when Def Jam did the press release for Justin Bieber's album. They included Cali producing the press release. Because <laughs> wow. listen, it was on wow. it was on Wikipedia, so it must be right. Mm, right. Exactly. Right? Wow. Um, right. Genius, we, we knew something was awry. Um, and one of our writers um, did an interview with him, knowing that he was full of shit. Okay. But let him tell his story. He, he was on social media photoshopping like... FaceTime calls with Miley Cyrus. Jesus Christ, that's and and so oh wow. man, uh, me and Miley, me and Miley talking about this new, shit, but it what it was working. Wow, for him. and and he was getting credit, and at he least on the internet. With, he and wasn't he, skyping with her, or was he? No, right? no, he he he, he took a, a he just a put FaceTime the call and put his picture. Gotcha. In yeah, Photoshop, so Photoshop it. So, yeah. Photoshopped it. so Photoshop, yeah. wow, Genius did the interview, got his whole story. So, you know the 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 writer did the story and and um was like. So finally, okay, how'd you get on? And he's like, oh, well, basically I met Miley through the ear drummers, through Mike Will. I really started producing with Mike Will. And <sighs> he tells us the story about how Mike <laughs> wow. Will introduced him to Miley and this and that. So, you know, we got the whole story laid out. We know it's bullshit, but now we got to disprove his theory. Me as the head of artist relations at Genius uh, and having a relationship. Have he got a problem right now. <laughs> Mike, oh, Mike, I got a problem. Mike Will is my guy. He had to make right. a relationship. Do not play with fire. The truth comes he had to out. Call yeah. up his guy. So, the industry is that small. Industry though. is small. Yeah. So like, yes. I, I, I hit Mike Will and, and was like, hey, we got this guy. You ever heard of him? This is what he's saying. This is what his story. Mike Will's like, fuck no, I never heard of him. Crazy. He's full of shit. This is some bullshit. Da da da. Disproved the whole shit. Genius ran the story, but this guy Cali, the producer. If if you you could just Google it, um, Cali, the producer, mm -hmm. genius, right? Um, mm. Catfish, because I think the headline. <laughs> I think the headline was. Wow. I think the headline was how Cali, the it. producer, wow. catfished the music industry. <laughs> but it's really a fascinating story. But you know, we're doing producers, we're doing creators, a real disservice we're doing them many disservices but we're doing them real disservice if we're not properly crediting right. yes because let's not forget you know in, in, in the streaming era one of the big failures of the streaming era is you know producers aren't getting paid what was what they once were and right. what, what they should mm -hmm. be getting paid mm -hmm. you know those streaming splits um songwriters are the ones who suffer yep. you know producers and, and kind of people behind the scenes and so they're not getting their their fair share yep. 
and not getting the credit and not getting credit and not getting credit and the artist is touring making a shit ton of money the producers is none of that if you don't mind me asking what what was the like what is he still going with the story nah he's done he he shut down all his social media did you bust him out he stopped rewinding that's what I say you bust him out genius did yeah I didn't personally but you know it was a collaborative effort but um I gotta look up who did the article because I know and I don't want to get his name but you see it's like again like the industry is so small like it may seem so big to people it's who not. are not necessarily really it in it but it's so person. small so like it like you said it takes one person you know what i mean and it's like you know i like how you started the interview with saying that you built those relationships because you know yeah. we stress that fact here All a lot time. yeah you know on blab chat and it's like you have to build those relationships if you're out here catfishing and like you know taking people's credits and yeah. saying you're doing this and doing that and you're bullshitting it's like no one's gonna want to fuck with you no one's gonna want to yeah. fuck with it's you so you can't you can't cheat exactly you can't you, cheat the system yeah. real, real you cannot quick. cheat it eventually it's, it's gonna come oh, out God, exactly he pulled it up I, i'll encourage him shout out to stephen horowitz who was, okay. the, who was okay. the writer who, who wrote who, this who, who originally yeah. busted him <laughs> <Stephen> <laughs> that's that's good journalism yeah right yeah, yeah. yeah. but you know it, it was an idea i believe that happened within the genius editorial team and they assigned the story out stephen did all the legwork and the reporting I have reached out to Mike Will, but if you can, just Google the, the name of the story is How Callie the Producer Catfished the Music Industry. Okay. Crazy. It was featured on Genius on April 6, 2016. It was written by Stephen Horowitz. Okay. Google it, um, read it, man. It's really a fascinating story. Like, yeah. it, his, it just says his name has been attached to hits by Justin Bieber, The Weeknd, <laughs> and Zane, but is it all a lie? He was wow. using like that's, a lot of crazy. Zane Big names on Zane, that's crazy. Zane Malik. I thought you meant Lil Zane. No. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what, Lil Zane? You know what's cool, though, about. about just genius in general but what even that is a perfect example it's like you know you guys weren't reporting with intent of malice it was like well if if they are telling the truth let then them tell their truth but the truth will always come exactly. out exactly you can't yeah. fuck you can't manipulate the system especially that was bound to happen yeah. it was bound to bite my, him in his ass and i think it know, came out on the my perfect favorite saying what did they say what, what don't come out in the wash comes out in the rinse <laughs> yes really? so how do you how do you think that could be prevented aside from platforms like you guys you know making sure you get right. the right credits and things like that from i, I think the in, i think the industry as a whole i think um record labels yeah have to take it upon themselves to, to really AC the value This is You know especially And we're all hip hop Of the hip hop mm -hmm. generation You know hip hop Isn't just the rapper it's You know what I'm saying Hip hop actually started With the DJ It started yep. with the beats But we In, in the commer commercialization Of hip hop You know the rapper Is at the forefront mm -hmm. Alright we accepted That that's where we are But let's not throw The baby out With the bathwater. Mm -hmm. Like this thing Doesn't happen With the rapper alone Jay Z is amazing 444 does not happen without no ID. Yep. You know, it, it oh, just yeah. is yeah. it is what it is. You know, I think Kanye does a, a really good job of um um crediting his, his collaborators. Um yep. you know, a, a lot of artists do a good job of being very vocal, mm -hmm. but you know, aside from artists being more vocal, I think the labels and the music industry as a whole needs to step up and right. figure mm -hmm. out a proper way to credit people man, yeah and i Agreed. think just really Agreed. them understanding and, G -G, and respecting the fact that the producer does matter and of the course. songwriter Genius you know producer it's like, award show i feel yeah. like some people oh, just same. look at it as like okay yeah yeah we're capitalizing off the artists it's the artists mm -hmm. doing yep. the shows and features and this that yeah. they're getting so money off deeper. that it's so, so true. i think they you know they kind of shove the producer idea aside like okay yeah. you got what you got cool like this is the big focus we now. still be having yeah. like and, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you off. But I feel like we do have every now and again, 
like the way Lil John came out and like how he made his impact and how right. Mike Will came out, he made his impact in Metro and like mind you, those are all stuff even even mustard, you know right. what I'm saying? Like everyone had their like well, it when still, you look it at, still comes up because they they are where it stems from. When you when you look at it, when you look at it though, the common denominator with all those guys is that they had actual relationship with the artist, right. and they had good you know? and they so had they, good people the to use their beats. Right. Exactly. On. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, Mike Will's whole story. You know, I actually think Mike Will genius. I think when we look back <laughs> yeah. at it, like he's gonna be this generation's. Oh, this is gonna sound blasphemous. Just say it. But this generation's Dr. Dre. Okay. Um, I feel. Yeah. In, in, in the way that he crafts a sound. And is able to groom artists. I mean, I, I think the fact that when he when Ray Shremmer, he believed in them. Like they they're on their mm-hmm. third album. Like, yeah. like the kids. Like listen, that's a yep. fact. He sent me No Flex Zone before it came out. Like the first video of No Flex Zone that they filmed that South by Southwest running around. I was like, oh, this is good. This is dope. I didn't see. He was like, watch, Sway Lee is gonna be the next one. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I saw for the moment. I'm like, yo, this is a dope record. I'm with it. I didn't see a 10, 15 year career. And I, right. I, I think, you know, now we're looking what's going on with Sway Lee yeah. writing yeah. credits He's with so Beyonce. T- yeah, forget so him with French Montana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This kid might be around 20 yeah. years. Yeah. And for Mike Will to see that early on shows some vision, you know. Mm-hmm. But, and, 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 and Mike, when you talk about relationships, you know, credit to Gucci Man too. Like, yep. um, facts. Yep. Gucci, you know, put the Gucci Man family tree yeah yeah mm-hmm. for real is so, so ill like I said it's so crazy he put so many people it's the size of that so cake crazy. he had in Yo. his fucking wedding so he's the funny. best day in the game cause Gucci Gucci doesn't have like what, what's Gucci's really big Gucci's biggest hit still might be Freaky Girl <laughs> right, 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 right right you know what I'm saying like we being real but his imprint and his impact can't be measured on a, on a billboard chart right. it's so culturally ingrained right. so right. you know being with Gucci early and then you know being with Two chains back when he was Titty Boy, and, and yeah. helping him develop his sound through that transition, and you know, um, Meek Mill, Tupac back, yep. like, yep. and, and I, I met Mike Will once in Atlanta. We had like a, a, a party, and he came up to me. He was like, "Yo, you Rob Mark man?" I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Yo, you're gonna interview me one day, <laughs> and it's, it's gonna be soon." And yeah. I was like, and then I ended up interviewing him. <laughs> And he was like, remember I told you? I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, is the same guy. Because I was drunk. Yeah. Like, you yeah, 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 yeah. even remember that. that. I ain't remember that. Like, yeah, you know, for sure, right. homie. I don't know. You know what? Uh, I think Mike, Mike Will is a good uh, example of, like, amazing, when you really bro. believe. Oh, yeah. Like, when you believe in yourself that yeah. much, mm-hmm. it, the shit is just going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's just going to. It's and I, I, you know, I feel like, you know, there's only a small percentage of people that break out and become successful is because they have enough belief in themselves yeah. that they actually break yeah. out you it's know? like you just gotta keep going you have to you know what you no mean? matter what's happening you know and there's times like of course we all talk about when things you know are hard shit gets yeah. hard you could get discouraged yeah. and things like mm. that but you if you have the passion and the drive and the hard work and you know you got it you're always gonna find always. a way and you just gotta keep always. going like, always I think always. that's what made him win and I'm sorry to cut oh, you yeah. off For but sure. like even just as far as like I just feel like what made me look at Mike Will or separated him as a producer was just like the records he mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Like once you got the Rihanna record and you got even the like Beyonce Miley. record, even working with Miley because it worked. Hello, I mean it worked for the right. five minutes right. for yeah. you know for yeah. the sake of cultural appropriation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like he did what he he did his thing, yeah. you know. And then like to have a group, it's not a lot of people that because I feel like it's almost like the way people come up with clothing lines. Mm-hmm. It's either gonna hit or miss. Everybody mm-hmm. got a group. Everybody got a label. Right. You know, but it's really about how much do you believe 
you know in what yeah, you got and going also on. too, you know, going back to the Gucci thing, he's the top of the family tree, yeah, right? Bro. History is crazy. The we all know tree. that. <laughs> but like Gucci like stepped out and like he was a fucking lone wolf at mm-hmm. at one at one yeah. point, right? Mm-hmm. And I think all the greats and you know, all the guys in history just proved that point time and time again. They they stepped out and did what no one else was yeah. doing right. and now they're owning that entire yep. category look at gucci like, now gucci entire up. category now owning, he just got you know, married look look at, look at look at exactly look like, at you know look at it's crazy but even gucci's features recently have been lit yeah man yeah. look at look at jay's family tree he you know you look at rockefeller's family tree look at rock not only is it Jay and Dane, mm-hmm. G. Robeson was the yep. intern, right? Yep. Like yep. Lenny S. Yep. Lenny like S. Yep. Al Branch. Shout out to Lenny. Like, Shout out to you know him. what I'm saying? Like it's amazing, mm-hmm. and that's the power of hip hop, and that's like mm-hmm. unlike any genre of music. The community. That's exactly. Exactly. So all those speaking of those guys, so relationships are a huge topic on this podcast. Um. We all know in the production world, relationships is everything. We just talked about it just now without knowing. But, you know, you know, in your in your profession, Rob, like you, you've been through these phases and you said earlier, you know, relationships was a big thing for you. You've picked up, you know, many relationships along the way. You've nurtured relationships from like 10, 15 years ago. And now, you know, these guys are executives and, you know, doing big things and, and you get to call them, you know, um, peers now. So. You know what? What are what are some things you kind of learned along the way in terms of nurturing a relationship and knowing you know what to do when you meet someone and how to really you know uh, maintain that type Just of be, relationship. Be honest. Mm-hmm. Be honest, man. Um, with, with people, kind of try to be honest and straightforward with people. Um, I try to help as many people as I can. I try to put on and create opportunities or find lanes for as many people as I can. But there's I'm one guy that's 24 hours in the day, there's right. seven days in the week, mm-hmm. it's just impossible. So be honest with, with, with people. Um, you know, Mike Will, the day he came up to me and introduced himself, they, they were, I couldn't give him an interview and there was nothing to talk about, but mm-hmm. man, when, when it was time, boy, it was time, you know? <laughs> and he was actually our first episode of Deconstructed. He, he, he broke down how to make the black we went to tree sound studios black beetle, right? and, and, and he, he showed us how to break down Amazing. the black beetle how he made the black beetles beat before it went number one we mm-hmm. we just liked the record off the shrimp record we was like yo this black beetles is the one i don't even know if it was fully a single yet mm-hmm. and and he broke it down how to make it and went number one that was the first episode of deconstructed wow. um and that's actually one of my favorite episodes of deconstructed because yeah. mm-hmm. like when you when you look at him do the beat like it's very creative he's in his own he's in his element but like the concept of the song and the beat it's fairly simple it's like yeah. an arpeggiator yeah. it's like you know 808 mm-hmm. it's snare hi-hat so it's like it kind of inspires you in a sense like oh shit you don't yeah. need that you don't wasn't need, yeah. it wasn't hard it's too Not complex hard, and look at how big the song is the best is, thing, right. the best thing I mean? about that series too is the one thing they tell you is never read the YouTube comments. Mm-hmm. You never oh, read the YouTube yeah. comments oh, for yeah. anything you do. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. just a rule. It's the worst shit written about me. But in the Deconstructed series, what happened, what's happening in the YouTube comments is amazing. These kids are aspiring to be producers. Yeah. They're learning what an appreciator is. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then they're looking that up. Or they're like, yo, how did he get this program to work on Windows? Or how did he get this program to work on Mac? Then they start trading tips with each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's really like there's no hate. It, mm-hmm. 
YouTube is a cesspool in conversation. Yeah. But for the Deconstructed series, it's really a bunch of young, aspiring producers helping each other, um, putting each other on to different tips mm-hmm. and techniques. Um, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah, had a question. So I kind of wanted to tap into, like, you know, the artistry side of uh-huh. what you're doing, you know, um, for yourself as a rapper. But I wanted to ask you, I know, you know, sticking to, like, the production I know you saw like the Metro booming, like yeah. all his tweets about like Atlantic yeah. and things Love like it. that, and like Love how it. they take advantage of well, like not, musicians. Not, let's be clear, APG. APG, APG yes, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, APG. Um, <laughs> yeah, APG specifically, he called out APG specifically, not just Atlantic um, records. But so, like, what do you what do you think of that? And like, you know, his kind of little rant of like how thought, that specific group doesn't. I thought it was very brave. Of, of Metro to, to step out mm-hmm. and speak out. I think a lot of artists have experienced things on the mm-hmm. label side and the business side in general because um, not everybody at labels are, are evil. Mm-hmm. Or But right, on the, bu- sure. the business side, conflict. anytime you have business and artistry, there's going to be conflict. Because mm-hmm. yep. mm-hmm. um, it's personal. Yeah, yep. right. The art is personal It'll, and, and the business It's always going to be personal for an artist. Gonna be you can't that. tell an artist And the business in it. And, and, but right. the other thing but is, it's, it's oh, business. it's not, it's business, it's not personal. It's not right. personal. So exactly. there's a conflict, there's a rub <laughs> exactly. there. So for, for him to come out and say, off of his experience, um, was brave of him you know um and then you saw mike will chimed in and, yeah. and said you know mike karen said mm-hmm. I, I don't have any hits and yeah he was like you he know, hit me and yeah so mm-hmm. you know um we gotta treat artists better yeah um I, I think the business i think the business has to be revamped especially on the producer side again these are guys that are <laughs> running the industry like Metro at this point is right. so on fire. He's one of the top he producers could, he could in take his generation. A bum off the street <laughs> and, and make, make a record <laughs> and make a hit record. Yeah, like guys. it just is what it is right now. Yeah. Yep. Like you know, you, you got to give him the keys. You got to give him the respect. He has to get the credit, and he should be getting paid whatever mm-hmm. you know he feels he should be getting paid. Um, I'm, I'm glad that he he speaks out because at least <clears throat> in it. Also, he's above it now. He, he's exactly. at a point where he can speak it. out. That's what I was gonna because say. There's not gonna be a consequence. Exactly. For him. That's what I was gonna say. Is mm. like you I know, I, I feel, feel like, like he's, he's done enough. I feel like he's True. at a point where it's like I can call you out and I'm still mm. good because we both know the truth and people already know you know my level of work and yep. my resume right. and I yep. think like those you know situations happen <laughs> more so when you're like an up and comer and you're new right. to the industry where you know these people can kind of like you know take advantage of the situation mm-hmm. and tell you they're going to give you this and it's really not that mm-hmm. you know and you as an up and comer kind of like what you guys were saying it's like it's just business right and that's kind of true but there's two different perspectives like mm-hmm. you know you as an executive yeah it's just business we can make money but me as an up and comer this is like my life mm-hmm. right yeah. well, you, you know so it's well, like shit. it's two different perspectives well, ho- hopefully and what he does exactly. is inspire younger producers to do learn their the homework business. to learn the business to yeah. watch out a little bit more and yep. hopefully what I have on the flip side is inspire young executives to be like, Fair. man, when I get into the game, I don't want to be on the receiving end of that. I don't want to yep. be that guy. I don't want to be, so, so to be a little more fair, you know, I, I think kind of the people who are in position now um, it may be a little too far gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's all about inspiring the next generation. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, build I, new I, I'm a firm believer in, in paying it forward like that. Like what Metro did and, and like you said, he was brave enough to step out of that. I think we need more of that. We need mm-hmm. more of that dialogue. And listen, no offense to the people that were on the receiving end. It is what it is, right? But 
you know it's educating the next generation and you know when you have that much influence mm-hmm. you should be speaking up more and like you know another example is sunny digital you know oh, yeah. he got sunny on digital we're just talking about sunny that. digital yeah. i love sunny That's digital sunny. sunny digital um talking about producers need to be unionized, unionized. Yeah. i think yep. sunny digital is so brilliant i think sunny digital you know a lot of your favorite artists Start with Sunny Digital. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Twenty One Savage before he yeah. gets to Metro starts with Sunny mm-hmm. Digital. Mm-hmm. Um, I first met Sunny Digital at MTV because he was producing for Gorilla Zoe. So this is how far wow. back this is. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And I didn't know who Sunny was, but he was traveling with Gorilla Zoe, and I'm interviewing Zoe at MTV. And to me at the time, Sunny looked just like Wiz Khalifa. He had kind of just like Wiz. And Wiz, at this point, is my man. I think we had done the mixtape already. We had done Taylor All the Dice, like oh my God, the that's freshman my favorite cover. Wow. Yeah, man. Favorite so I do the the double take, and I'm like. I thought he was like out the corner of my eye. I'm like, why is Wiz here with? That's so random. I think we were at MTV, and, and I was like, yo, let me take a picture. Yo, I gotta interview this kid. So yeah. I, uh, oh, this Sunny Digital is my man. We did a quick interview. I took a picture, and I put like side by side with Wiz. Crazy. And, and he talked about how he wanted to work with Wiz Khalifa. I think we ran an article with it at MTV, and he ended up before working with Wiz. After that, he starts ending up working with Chevy Woods mm-hmm. and whatever. But he was just like a kid, really just getting on getting his feet wet and it, and it felt amazing at Genius and at the beginning of September we do a, a, a party slash concert called the IQ BBQ it was an all day concert party Pusha T headlined and A Boogie with the hoodie but I was able to book Sonny Digital to perform mm-hmm. and actually do business with Sonny right. to wow. perform amazing on his artist shit also so to, from meeting Sonny at MTV and I was just right. like yo he looks just like Wiz yeah. and then really finding out he was talented he was super ill and then being able to book him and and and, and pay him yeah. for his time and and see him on the stage at Genius just came full circle with yeah. me, man. It was amazing. And it's like That's a crazy. transition. So it's yep. like, you know, seeing him transition from doing that to like the artistry and like you know from MTV to Genius. Right. Even with you transitioning to an artist, how is that? Like you're rapping now. You you know dropped an album, Right to Dream, and yep. I know you used That's to crazy. you know write and rap before. Yeah. You know, so how was it getting? back into it and how did you know that it was the right time to do that um you know i kind of never stopped i always i never knew journalism was gonna be my thing i didn't think i, I mm-hmm. thought i was gonna be an artist mm-hmm. um you started at like a mail room yeah i was working in the mail room across street from hot 97 mm-hmm. wow so i used to make mixtapes this is the mixtape era and i used to stand at hot 97 during my lunch break and try to pass my mixtapes to k slade and angie <laughs> martinez the yep. flex i used to stand out there all night you know um and but the journalism thing took off and it, it all just stems from my love of, of mm-hmm. hip hop and it's storytelling at the end of the day. I, I kind of never stopped doing music. Right. It was just always quiet because mm-hmm. once you get into the industry, at least on the journalism side, I, I was taught and made to feel like I couldn't do both. You couldn't be an artist and right. you had to choose one. Right. Mm-hmm. Why know? did? Why though? Well, one, because there was a job I almost got fired from for okay. literally having songs on twodopeboys.com. Shout to Shaker, either this or that. Yeah. Damn, twodopeboys. Which one? Double XL. Double XL. Like there was like rumors of yo they're gonna fire you and okay. but I wasn't, oh, I wasn't making any money mm-hmm. right. what I realized now like nah they're gonna go fucking fire me I'm right. busting my ass here <laughs> you came out with a exactly because oh, you okay. kind of were a part of the freshman the freshman I, I was I was on the staff that that kind of implemented created that created concept the, the, the freshman yeah. thing and um um, 
you know, for and I was there for like four or five of them. Um, but you know, I, I also did a lot of work. I busted my ass. Right. Yeah. And um, so you felt like that made you like not really consider being able to do both. I I, I literally there was literally a point where I had to choose. And uh, I got two sons, mm -hmm. and I was right. like, rap don't pay the bills. I gotta. So you know, I just kind of did it on on my own in the basement. I have a pro mm -hmm. tool set up in my basement. Amazing. Um, where I would just record and do freestyles yeah. and send to my friends. I, I would send some to Sway. Mm -hmm. Yo, what you think of this? But never with an intent of putting it mm -hmm. out. And then um, last year in 2016, uh, I was on The Breakfast Club with Charlemagne and Yee and and Shout out Envy. To them. And, you know, Charlemagne was like, man, thank God you never used to rap. Thank we need more journalists. And, that, <laughs> and at that point, I felt like, right. damn, right. still? Let me not lie. Right. Like, I was like, nah, actually, I did used to rap. Like, right. that's what I thought was going to be first. So then Envy is like, yo, what's the first rhyme you ever wrote? Kick a rhyme. <laughs> and I didn't remember the first one I, I wrote, but I had a verse that I, I had just written. Right. So I kicked that verse a cappella, and it kind of went viral a mm -hmm. little bit. Like, oh, shit, you can really rap. Yeah. And then um, after that, you know, I got with uh, one of my, my good friends, Hovane Hilton, mm. and who manages me now. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yo. You want like this something you want to do? I was like, I looked around. I was like, who gonna stop me? Who yeah, gonna yeah, tell yeah me no? exactly. Like, um, and you know, we went to um, Gazi and Nima. Shout out to Gazi and Nima. Shout to Gazi. Yep. Distribution yeah. and um, you know, we 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 struck a deal just based yep. over that mm -hmm. Breakfast Club Started, freestyle. Yeah. No beat. It was an acapella. Um, a big risk for them, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but they they believed it, and we went from there to. To making the project yeah. has been great. I love it. And it's crazy because, it. like, in this industry, you know, a lot of times, like you said, you will feel like you can't do this and can't do that. But in reality, mm. you could you could do whatever the fuck you want. Like, yeah. there's people doing tons of things. Oh, like yeah. Music, fashion, yep. this, yeah. artists, you know, it's whatever. It's all about what works for you. Yeah, it's yeah. all about you what know. works for I you. I was holding me back. I realized as much as I thought everything back. was holding me back, it's real self-doubt. And that's what mm -hmm. Right to yep. Dream mm -hmm. is. So because I started as a journalist, the project is called Right to Dream. Yeah. W R I C. -E. I love that. That connection is amazing. But it's also mm -hmm. a double entendre, as yeah. in you have the right to dream, you have the right yeah. to dream, you, and mm -hmm. nobody has the right to tell you no. Like, mm -hmm. who are you to shit on my dream? And right. then most yeah. times, when, when somebody's trying to shit on you, it's because of their own insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Then, when you right. let that seep in, then you have this self doubt. Self doubt is a killer. And I think, exactly. yeah, I think exactly. also a misconception, right? Because it's like, you know, a lot of people have a perspective where it's like, kind of like what you said is like, you have to choose either or. Like, a lot of people might think and feel like, okay, we're used to seeing you as a journalist mm -hmm. or, you know, a producer, mm -hmm. seeing you transition to an artist, like, you're not that. That's not yeah. you. It's your own insecurity. It's I mean, yeah. listen, the perfect example of that who has broke out of that multiple times is Kanye. Mm -hmm. right. Like, mm -hmm. you're talking about a guy that functions in ultimate confidence and mm. taste level and extreme he's just confidence. extreme <laughs> well, confidence. Let's keep, and let's keep it a buck. He's heard no a lot. Let's keep it a hundred. And I know, you know what? I'm not even going to name names, but mm. Ye used to go and rap for anybody who mm. would listen. Yeah. He would go to these magazine offices, mm -hmm. to MTV, to BT. And and some of the top guys today in media 
kicked it like it was like kick nah. him out. Like, yeah. get out yeah. of here, fam. You know, you don't. Like, you cr- like, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's a part of what means, really yeah. started his arrogance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, actually, yeah. I don't think. Because once I don't think no, he was like, always like that. Listen, I don't think Kanye is arrogant. I just no. think he's ultimately confident, confident, and yeah. I fuck yeah. with that. Hundred yeah. percent. But you like, said once it started to once he seen that it started, but that's like your super. It's like feeding the beast. Like you believe it, and you're trying to prove other people, and he hasn't. The thing was, he was trying to prove the wrong people. Like I was a Kanye fan. From yeah. jump, it, from the Beanie Siegel album again because I used to read credits. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is the same kid who did Take Over. He did the yep. truth, and then he did a record for G to K. This is the first time I think anybody said his name on the record. Respect the Rock for G to K. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, shout out Kanye West, and I'm like, yo, that's that producer. <laughs> that kid. That's how he says his name. Yeah. This fucking beat was the illest shit to yeah. me, and um, then when he started rapping, it, 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 I was just like, yo, this is amazing because it, it wasn't like this is in the era of. Super thug Like alpha male And yep. was like Yo he's just an everyday guy yep. Like And, yep. and you, I could relate to that and, yeah. and I think So While he was trying to prove it To maybe a magazine editor Or You know BT Or right. A label His fans got it the yeah. People got it Cause mm-hmm. it was like Oh we relate to This guy's yeah. just like us Yep Oh, we're rooting for him. He, he mm-hmm. at the time he was probably just trying to prove it to the wrong people. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Trying to get That's what true. he wanted to get, though. You it's, know, it's true. Hey, yo, I have yeah. a question for you, Rob. Interesting enough, uh, on uh, your joint, I think writers, right? Writer, when you at the end of the record, you got those. Actually, uh-huh. actually, you, during the breakdowns or the chorus, and also at the end, you have those voicemails. Yeah. Are those real voicemails? Those are, those are was real. that is that drama? Voice to five yeah, yeah, nine. I, I pull up my phone. There's still. Are those wow. real voicemails? Um, and at the end, I have to ask you this question because when yeah. I, I I had the record, I listened to it three times. At the end, when Royce to five nine is leaving you the voicemail, and you cut it off. Yeah. You cut off. He was like. Yeah, man, you're a journalist, and and then like I wanted to hear what he was gonna say. Right, right. He chopped it. Can you say what that was? <laughs> yeah, about? no, what, what, absolutely. What so we, we had to chop it. We just released the video for Ryder. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to not the song is like seven minutes long yeah. when you, we put all the voicemails on there. And for the video, I was like, man, I just want to have it a short experience. Mm-hmm. So we cut Royce's thing off. But Royce is like, look, and it was a real voicemail from Royce. He was like, look, man, you can't be that guy from Rap Genius. I can play the voicemail now. Should I just play yeah, that yeah, shit right yeah, now? Yeah. Yes. Hold that shit up Yo. from your phone to Yo, the mic. Play that. Hold on. That's that, that, that's oh, why. man. I've been wanting to hear it, it right it, now. It, it actually sets off with a with a voicemail from um, DJ Khaled. Mm-hmm. Um, I got Sway on there. Um, Nori. Royce the 5'9". Let me see where Royce's thing is. I, 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 I never got rid of these voicemails. I love Nori with the drink stamp. I saw when he called you for the for the uh, um, the Tribe Called Quest yeah. uh, episode, yeah. and he called you on the phone, yeah, and man. got your opinion on that. Yeah, 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 that's what's up. Shout out to to Nori shout and the whole Nori. drink stamp. Shout out to Super Thug in the Philippines. Come on, come on. It goes Roy. So basically, the thing, the premise was for this is like I was making this album in in in, in secret, like just kind of because I didn't want people to. I didn't want any judgment. I just want right. people to hear it. Judge it on the music. If the music is whack, then go in. Right. But I didn't want people to kind of be like, Rob's rapping. I don't know how I feel about that. I want to right. give you music. But as people started to find out, I started getting these calls from, you know, guys that I look up to, guys that I built relationships with. So this is Royce. Shout the nickel. Here we go. <laughs> Do it. What's up, my genius? Royce, 5'9". Yo, man, I heard through the grapevine that you're supposed to be rapping now. Let me tell you something, my brother. I always considered you like one of my guys in this music industry. You know, I don't really fuck with a lot of niggas. But 
I just need for you to understand that you can't be that guy that's like breaking down everybody's verses on Rap Genius and not really coming with it yourself, line for line. I got all the faith in the world that you're going to do that. <laughs> all right? Yo, if you need anything from me, man, make sure you don't hesitate to holler. All right? Peace and love to you, my brother. Five nine. So, how did that make you feel when you heard it? Like, what was going through your mind? Like, I had to come with it. Yeah. Like, that's like, honestly, to me, I think, I think the top two rap, like, right, like, I'm just talking about lyrics. Like, not hits We taking billboard charts Out of it yeah. Bar for bar I don't think anybody's Fucking with Royce the five now He's up there He's, He's top of the food chain mm-hmm. He's like, up there um, yep. I, I think Kendrick is right there And, and, and it's neck and neck mm-hmm. But you know Some of the shit that Royce I'm like what the fuck yeah. man um, And when, when I was Putting the record together I, I was thinking about guys Like Royce the five nine um, I wasn't thinking about magazine editor or critics or what anybody had to say. I was thinking about myself, and I was just like, man, I just got to do something that when I see Royce, like he's not embarrassed mm-hmm. yeah. to, to know me anymore, right. to call me right. a friend. Or when I see Pusha T, you know, one of the great things when I dropped this record, Pusha tweeted a line from the record, mm-hmm. um, wow. I Don't Want to Wait, which was produced by Justice League and 8 Bars. Shout to JL. Yeah, and, and it's all about me... Um, talking about how I avoided the streets like everybody mm-hmm. around you is hustling but I, I was like nah this ain't my life I'm gonna go a different path mm-hmm. but I was young so it could have kind of went either way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if I don't went the street route I'd have been fucked up because yeah. that's right. just not me mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying right. Right. and so I had a line I said oh I could have been a crash test dummy pumping for heron bones beeper and sneaker money when I was coming up the mm-hmm. thing was to get a heron bone chain your little yeah. Jordans mm-hmm. beepers and it wasn't the illest line, but I think if you just knew, if you was in the street any type of way, like that resonated. Like you're not gonna say pumping for herring bones, beeping, sneaker money. It's not. Right. You had to kind of be in it or from that era mm-hmm. to understand what that right. meant. And Pusha T just tweeted that bar, and I'm like, what? <laughs> wow. The That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, that's amazing. Shit. Yeah, it's real. that's amazing. So, that's so, cool. so to get that feedback from those guys and Khaled and yeah. And, and sway like it, it was cool, but basically everybody's message was like, yeah. "Yo, Make you sure better you come <laughs> bring with your the shit, shit, though." You know what's amazing though about Wiz this? Left the message too. Wiz clowned the shit out of me. Who was the one that you were surprised oh, the most of that left you like a message or reached out? Probably Khaled Just cause Khaled's yeah. so yeah. busy yeah. 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 yeah He's so extra He's on And it's yeah. like You would have yeah. You know the, 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 the legendary thing about I, I think this album And just your story Thus far Like your career Is that like I'm pretty sure That this is the first time That something like this Has happened Where it's like You know You come into the game You've always been an artist mm-hmm. You come into the game You nurture these relationships You are part of the culture as a journalist and you do really good journalism and then you come out with a project and everything just comes full circle yeah. you know what i mean like oh i'll just let, let's let's keep it a buck right like there's journalists out there that we don't respect people yeah. don't respect i mean mm-hmm. because they're doing journalism in the wrong for the mm-hmm. wrong reasons Absolutely. and and they're manipulating the content and they have their own agenda whatever it is mm-hmm. 
with you, it's so organic, and so I use that word a lot. Mm. It's so yes. fucking gluten free. It's so <laughs> organic. It's so real, and like the music is real as well. And like all these voicemails and cosigns you're getting are just a testament to just you being like one of the good guys out here. Just in terms of journalism, because you actually care. Right. You're from right. the music. I never, I never want to take away. Like hip hop is giving me everything. Like you know, it, it just is my life. It, it, you know. I'm a hip hop journalist. Um, you know, I think I have journalistic skills, so I could be a journalist anywhere. But right. if we're gonna keep it real, like the New York Times is probably not gonna hire me. Like, right. you know, Time Magazine is. You know, I, I was never able to make that transition to write for GQ. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or, or some mainstream publication. Like, I'm a hip hop dude. Mm-hmm. Um, the culture's giving me so much. Whatever I do, even if it's music, if it's journalism, I want to add to I don't want to take away. I, I think there's a lot of people mm-hmm. have this concept, man. We've been infiltrated. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. and there's really a lot of motherfuckers in here for the wrong reasons yep. who would take, but don't mm-hmm. get back. And if I take something, I'm putting something back. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's not just take, take, take. Yeah. This culture is bigger than me. It's bigger than you. It's bigger mm-hmm. than us. You know, one of the great things, one of the great stories that it just makes me smile to see you know, there's a new kid out of Queens named Lou Got Cash, mm-hmm. um, who has a record called. Um, he fucks with what Self, right? Or yeah, he fucks like? with DJ Self. DJ Self. Mm-hmm. His father is Pretty Lou from the Lost Boys. Oh wow! So, so like now we're getting into the generation where, right. where uh, the previous generation the has kids. kids. You know, when I see Chris Rivers, you know, trying to make a way for yes. himself and step out of his father's shadow. Yep. And but being persistent, like he he's not rapping. Because he's the son of pun, like he's trying to get out of that shadow yep. and be his own man. Mm-hmm. That's yep. beautiful. Like it, it, it's not about it's about what we can leave. It's, it's about letting this shit be everlasting, you yep. know. Yep. Um, and I think that's the important part. And if we, if we bleed this hip hop shit dry, it's gonna be nothing left. Yep. There's, yep. there's people who who are more than happy right now on the journalistic side, on the artistic side, on the label side. Or more than happy to bleed this motherfucker dry, yeah. and leave nothing for nobody else mm-hmm. and take from themselves. Yeah, the culture vultures. Yeah, like, right. you know what I'm saying. Like it's just, it just it is what mm. it is, man. It's like, just a yeah. dollar That's value why... for them and not growth in regards to like actually pushing the culture and exactly. the art. That's why I love music. what you just said. Like you know, when if you're gonna take something, you put that put it back or at least contribute to to the to the culture and to the cause, right? And I I think like. Uh, you know there's multiple good examples of that like just paying it forward like even the little metro thing talking about that earlier like Mm -hmm. him speaking up he's contributing to a you know that's a shock wave into the production community like wow i really need to like minorities yeah i need to rethink that you know um boy wonder that we talk about all the time Mm -hmm. that he's like you know worked and helped and you know helped develop a lot of up-and-coming producers that we've interviewed on a show you know that's contributing to the music to the culture pushing it forward you gotta you know actually i'm curious rob because you know earlier i heard you talk about um and I, you probably can't get that deep into it. Fuck out of here. I'm, on, I'm <laughs> going off the Tito. Oh, Let's, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Shout out to Tito. So, yeah, we got so Royce the Five Guy voicemails. Mississippi. Yeah, we're on Black Chat. Alice the Plug here, here with Rob Markman. So you, you spoke earlier about uh, uh, what you guys on Genius are doing something for the producer community that like is going to be kind of big. Like You're going to give them a lot of... Uh, uh, resp- you know, uh, mm-hmm. attention in a certain type of way. So, I, and I'm curious. Maybe this already is an actual feature on the website, but 
uh, is there a feature for like producers who made a beat? Obviously, you have deconstructed, mm -hmm. which is a whole nother thing. Mm -hmm. Would they can annotate the beat? Yeah, on we, on the actual website we, we, we and had, say this is what I was thinking, this is what I was feeling, it's the vibe. You know what I mean? We like had, what I was feeling that day. We hadn't figured that out yet because obviously lyrics are easy to put on screen. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um sheet music is a little bit harder and right. most producers don't even like you'd have to translate yeah, a beat into right. sheet exactly. music. 100%. And then a Some lot of producers, producers here and don't trained. read music. Right. Yeah, true. Yep. Um yep. but what there is on on Genius. So so we haven't got it to where it's a one to one, right? Okay. Where, where there's lyric annotations and there's like beat annotations. But if you log on to genius.com on the right rail of the screen is this thing called the QA section. Now, any, you know, we verify artists, so artists have verified accounts. Um, and if you're a creator on any song, regardless on whose song it is, so, you know, um, Illmind, you know, for the stuff you produce for, for A Boogie or the stuff mm -hmm. that you produce with Kanye on, where you get credit, you're a verified artist on that song. So it gives you dominion to speak on that song. Right. On the right rail, we have this thing called the QA section. So, where a, a, a fan can ask, hey, um, you know, why did you, why did the beat change three quarters mm -hmm. through the way? What was the inspiration behind that? And then Illmind right. can go on and answer that mm -hmm. very specific mm -hmm. question That's about cool. the beat. That's so we're, we're, we're getting there. We, we recognize that a song is not just the lyric or right. the songwriter yeah. and it's other creators so we've created a space it's called the QA section it's on the right rail mm. for right. other creators on the song to, to be able to down. contribute knowledge mm. and, and talk about the inspiration yeah. that's, that's an amazing feature that's and that's an amazing like a, that's another that. you know aspect of like the deconstruction side mm -hmm. of it you know mm -hmm. but like from the fan base and like mm -hmm. the reader's perspective of the website so I have a question for you you know going back to your artistry how does Rob Markman look for beats like I know he's been asking me yeah. for beats I'm still working on that path yeah. for you it's, uh, it's <laughs> I'm picky because Hovain hates this shit and I'm probably it's probably the um, wrong way to do it sometimes I'll have a concept or a feeling or just something I want to go for before I write and then then I'm looking for a beat to match that Right, so right, right, right. Never quite meets my right. expectations. I went through about 300 beats before I landed on the seven. Wow. That that made so. right, and I don't know if that's a right or wrong. I don't I don't know what. It's not uncommon. I've heard yeah. that. Mm -hmm. But that that was the most unfun part for me, um, because <laughs> right. not because I wasn't hearing dope beats, right. but because I had specific stories I wanted to tell, specific things and I wanted you to say, hear it. and I couldn't you find. That vibe and then up. I'm trying. Then uh, I don't want no samples. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I. Um, I had um, there's a song on the album called Jason's Lyric. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Jason's lyric that. is a, a retelling of Biggie's "Somebody Got to mm -hmm. Die." Mm. Okay. If you listen to "Somebody's Got to Die," the antagonist um, in that is is Jason, right? Biggie said, "One thing in my eye, mm -hmm. that's Jason. Ain't no slugs gonna mm -hmm. be wasted." So mm -hmm. he tells the whole story at the end. Uh, he turned around holding his daughter. He, shoots the baby da 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 I told Biggie's story through the eyes of Jason so I flipped it and told it through the eyes mm -hmm. of Jason That's my cool. original concept was I didn't want the same somebody's gotta die beat but I wanted a producer to flip the sample which was in the rain by the mm -hmm. dramatics flip it in a whole new way use mm -hmm. the same sample flip it in a whole new way and then I'll go in over that beat but I didn't want to have to deal with the sample, sample. Right. the sample um, yeah. so it took a long time my man Devious Minds up from Toronto um, gave me this beat that just had a cinematic feel that mm -hmm. allowed me to go in. I know um, in. But yeah, um, 
you know, I got an email that I set up for Beats. I, tw- I didn't Do tweet, you tweet it out. tweet it? Okay. No, because I, I was working in the secret. So this right. time when I go in on yeah. the next one, I'm going to tweet yeah, it out. Yeah, because you was kind of low-key with yeah. it. You, like, yeah. surprised everybody made the announcement drops it. Yeah. Beats be- for Rob M mm-hmm. at, at gmail.com. Yeah. Oh, you go, you're about to get a bunch <laughs> of beats. Right. Beats at Rob. Send them. Beats for Rob M. Beats for Rob M. Let me just check. Is it let them number four? Number four, yeah. I will say, like, the power of Twitter and the internet. Beats for Rob M. Beats for Rob M. Beats for Rob, the number four. I just tweeted. Cause my computer died. I was just like, "Yo, people send, send me beats." Like, and yeah. I just put my personal email. That day, I got like forty plus yeah. emails with but five. There's plus a lot beats. of beats out yeah. there. Everybody's ready. That's why I feel you it's on dirty. that whole like seeking but through. It's a lot to go through, especially when, when you have um, somewhere Ideas. that you want to go. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, another the writer song that Atlas mentioned mm-hmm. that went through me fits. We went through three different beats. Um, wow. Originally. Again, I wanted to use um, this Anthony Hamilton sample. Mm. So I, I, I said, I told the producer, I reached out to a producer, and I said, look, who's good at interpolation? So I was like, at least don't sample the master. Mm-hmm. Just interpolate it, and then at least maybe through my relationships, I could you know, figure out how to go there and get it cleared without dealing with the record mm-hmm. label. Because you know, if you sample from a master versus interpolation, exactly. you know, it's, it's a different clearance that you have yeah. to get. It might be a little easier. Yeah. Um, so he interpolated it for me. Um, it was dope. I recorded the song. And then something happened. I don't know what happened, but when it came time for it, he didn't want to send the snaps. Mm. And he was acting a little funny. So mm. I was like, all right, you know what? This is probably a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. We're going to take the vocals. We're going to have. And, and so I had a couple of producer friends build the beat under the vocals. And That's it good. took a while before I got there, though. So, dope. you mm. know, but Ryder went through like three beat changes. Wow. Mm-hmm. See, this is the kind of stuff, wow. the kind of stuff people don't hear about. Yeah. That's crazy. And, again, and, then, and then when Ryder went over three beat changes, finally we got Chasing Cash. Chasing Cash. Yep. Shout to Chasing Cash. Shout Chasing Cash. Produced it. There's a static selector version, too. It's like, how do you choose? Hey. Static, yeah. static yeah. is so mad at me. Do me a favor. Oh, static a Give million it the remix, you know, Do me static. a favor, man. If you work on some more music, just save me. Save an ill Absolutely, I'll, I'll be honored, man. I, I didn't want to reach out. That was the other thing I was afraid. You didn't want to. You didn't want too many people to know. I really you limited all the homies out there. You nah, know. I know. I, I, I was limited, like who I reached out to, because I didn't want you to look at me crazy, neither. So it was like Static. Me and Static. Static has records on me from years ago. Like right. I used to go to Static's nice. crib to record. Mm-hmm. So static yeah. always knew that I rapped. Um, and always supported me and I love Static for that and he always had my love and support um, but we ended up with the beat for Chasing Cash so Chasing Cash took my existing vocals and built a new beat around it so we get it back in the studio and my manager and my engineer they were the only ones in the studio with me throughout the whole process um, my engineer Ryo and my manager Hovain and they were like alright this is great this is it cool <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, no, the vocals are it's off. Not it. Yeah, like, yeah. Not, it's not. I'm gonna. I want to re. And it wasn't Chase's fault. You know, Elmine. You know, yeah. like building a beat under existing vocals tough. is really tough. Yeah. It's tough because yeah. you know, you know where your pocket is. Right. right. Yeah. And a lot of times, the producer has their own kind their of version. Own right. Ear. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, if the listener would have heard it, they would. Nobody heard anything yeah. wrong with it. But for me, I'm like, okay, the beat is dope. I fuck with the beat. But the vocals are sliding like I. And they're like, yo, they try to convince me that I was crazy, Mm-mm. and I'm like, no. We're gonna go in and we're yeah. gonna re-record this whole song. We're gonna use the beat. Mm-hmm. We're gonna re-record the whole song. I'm just gonna adjust the pocket a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And they were like, "You're fucking crazy." <laughs> and I went in and I did it. And after I did it, I was like, "Okay, we seen what you're talking about." Like, yeah, yeah. it's like different. It makes yeah. a difference. That song like, gave me fits. As a creative, 
sometimes we can go a little crazy. Like yeah, of course. we know what we're talking about. <laughs> it can be like you know yeah. the smallest yeah. change, the smallest nudge. But like Listen, I hear that, especially when you're producing for people that rap. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, when I work with Joel, it's just a whole nother. Yeah, uh, Shout out to Joel. Yeah. Like, like, finding how, his so pocket how is I'm gonna hit you crazy. for beats, though. You you produce for Joel. <laughs> no, no, don't even go and there. Entire and entire project for, for Sky yeah. Zoo. Don't even go there, man. <laughs> I tell, tell you something else. I tell you something funny. Um, Sky Zoo just did a project with Apollo Brown, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I ever told the story. He has a song on there called um, "Jordans and the Gold Chain." Yep. yep. Um. My first single I Don't Wanna Wait The first eight bars Basically There was an artist That I was very close to Again relationships That I was fucking with That Sky wanted On that record So he sent me the record And was like Yo can you get it To such and such mm-hmm. I was like yeah Bet this is a layup So I sent it to such and such And they never got On the record They Whatever the fuck They going through Like they Yeah <laughs> Whatever Yeah Um. And after a while Like Sky kept hitting me up Like yo what's up And I was like Yo I don't think He's gonna get on the record Like he stopped Kind of responding And I had written Just cause I was Passing the beat along mm-hmm. The first four bars To I Don't Wanna Wait I wrote to Sky Zoo's Oh that's record. sick wow. That's I, sick And I, I couldn't build up The nerve to ask Sky Well right. if Sun don't wanna Get on it Let me get on it Right mm-hmm. right 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 So I just couldn't Build up the nerve But, but the first If you listen to the to the verse again, his thing is called Jordans in the Gold Chain, which yep. is influenced by Nas Street Dream. Yep. I yep. thought Jordans in the mm-hmm. Gold Chain was living it up. So if you listen to I Don't Wait, it's um I'm from the block with a powder blue minds across the street from the spot fiends crowded two lines. Um, damn, across the street from the spot fiends crowded. Uh, 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 no, goes fuck, I fucked this whole shit. Yeah, up. That was cool. it goes, oh, good. Okay. I'm from the block with a powder blue minds across the street from the block fiends crowded two lines. Summertime hot, had to shower two times. My very first pair was, was the powder blue nines. Thought Jordans in the gold chain was living. Oof. So I molded my image out of Godson vision to the point every communion that I'm getting, I'm in bread 11s or Bordeaux 7s. That's crazy. I wrote that ah. shit to, 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 to Sky's beat. That's crazy. He and he doesn't know this. That. He knows. I, 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 okay, you told me. I couldn't build up the nerve. I was yeah. like, yo, let, let me get on it. And <laughs> so are we getting into that? Did he have yeah, that yeah, moment? Did he have that moment with joy. you? Like, yo, why you ain't nah, tell me? We, yeah. It never got that far. So are we getting like a Rob Markman featuring Sky on the low low? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's was and then after that um my man rook from the justice league i was like yo just send me some beats so he sent me some beats but he didn't really know i was working on the project he always knew i rapped and i like to write right so it was just stuff for inspiration but he kind of knew and he sent me a beat and i adjusted the rhyme a little bit to match over his beat and wrote the rest of the song over the beat that justice league um, that rook sent over to me Dope. Um, and that's how that record came together. That's, that's tight, man. I have one more that's question tight. from me personally. Um, what What's the hardest thing that you've had to deal with or currently dealing with when it comes to, like, the transition that you've made to an artist? Because, you know, starting it, you know, yep. not going from, like, not knowing that journalism was going to be a thing mm-hmm. to, like, you know, being a top journalist and building a lot of relationships. You know, you it's easy for you at this point to kind of, like, contact whoever you want and you know get a feature if you like so you know being that you have strong relationships within the work that you've done what's been the most difficult thing for you um 
the most difficult thing is, is probably balancing my time and finding times to do like I want to go yeah. I want to get into the studio and I haven't been to the studio in, in, in a minute and I'm itching to create mm-hmm. and it's at a point where I'm going to have to say no to things obviously I got genius and that's my job and that, that we're doing that but just finding time to get into the studio finding time yeah. to create finding time to block everything out the features thing I didn't really want features at, at first I thought I wanted features on the project but I didn't want too many because I, it, I wanted, wanted to, to show and prove. You. It's like your right. Atrium. You want to depend on Atrium but, get, but rappers, yo. Yeah. <laughs> it's a serious yo. thing, man. You can't, yo. you can't just call like push. Be like, yo. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's nah, like not, it's not even that. Like, and shout, shout out to push. I, yeah. I, I didn't hit push for a feature. Like, I, I right. feel like I got to show and prove. But, um. How long does it take to write a verse? Like I'm yeah, like, you waiting? Yeah, so, like so, what's up? So, how long mm-hmm. does it take you to write a verse? I, I, look, I, I'm 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 like most deaf. What he said, uh, sometimes won't finish for days. Yep. Like, yeah. Like no, I'm not like most deaf. Like never. No, no, most no, 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 no. He's like you know, subscribe on the page. Right. Sometimes won't Trust. finish for days. Sometimes because no. I'll go back and I'll re-edit it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if, I, I've actually done features for people that haven't come out. They've been like paid features. Right. So we've been able to do business, and you know, somebody read like. A day or two, yeah. like just yeah. depending on my schedule. Yeah, you and the zone is you gotta be in the zone yeah. too, because yeah. you can't knock out a song. If and you're if, in, if, if you're in the zone, I've written this. I've written this, one of my best songs in 20 minutes. Right. I ain't been able to do that right. the same. But Some of the best beats producers be like, I did that in 15 my, minutes. My, my, my song, my song, my songwriting. I, re, I really take a lot because I go back and I edit. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like a verse, <clears throat> like a like. 20 minutes yeah you should maybe. be able just to a feature. That out. yeah you should yeah, be able like, to do like, that like, yeah, cause I'm thinking about the concept yeah. the flow yep. like if it's a verse and it's just kind of an empty space and, and the concept and the song is already set up and then I, I listen to the record and I'm like okay what's my take on this how does this relate to me mm-hmm. yep. and then I could usually tap in and I could and go and just replay the beat in, in, in 20 minutes um, easier. Or, or something like that but yeah. but you care yeah, no, yeah, what, yeah, man. Yeah. You, you yeah. actually care about Fe- this shit. Yeah. Features are hard. Like, damn, features man. Are tough. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ever going. I might not do out my whole you rest know. of my artist career. You might not do the features. <laughs> yeah, no more features. Might what not be a lot of features. Comes, I got the features are tough. Patience for that shit. No, listen, listen. The reason I know I don't want to ruffle any feathers, but features acquiring features is tough. It really it doesn't matter who you are, what it is. It's just there's so much that goes into it. It could be the person's schedule. It could be yeah, that absolutely. they're intimidated. They're it could not be, in the vibe. Like I, you right. know, I've I've seen like, I'm not gonna say who, mm-hmm. but like I've seen it happen. Like this person is like a big deal, and then they ask for a verse from like someone who's also a big deal, but then they just don't do it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why didn't you do that verse? Like that could have been right. magic, yeah. right. and it just never happens. But I mean, there's a million reasons And I, I don't like to be you a know? burden I don't like for shit to be awkward Like if you down Like let's do it If not It's cool right. Like it, it, like I get it Like everybody got other shit to do um, Yeah You know especially with me It was like man We're all rapping huh? Yeah We might have to see How this shit play out For yeah. you yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens we'll With see. the next project Well please save um, an Illmind slot man nah, Come on man. You know the one, the, one, the one thing I didn't, I didn't get to do and, I, and I'll put this out there I didn't get to go into the studio With any producers mm-hmm. Um I, I'm I had a clear vision of what I wanted to do, so I did it. Plus, I was kind of doing it like in secrecy. Mm-hmm. But you know, for this next project, I, I, there's definitely a couple producers like I want to kind of lock in with because I think again, producers are more than just beat makers. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I can learn something mm-hmm. from getting in with an ill mind. Right. I, I think it would just only make me better than just me being in the studio with, with Hovane mm-hmm. and, and 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 Ryo, my engineer. 
um, being able to learn something from from a guy who has um, produced and been in the studio with the best of them. Right. You know, so you know, I hope for this next go around, like I, I just because of my schedule, like I'm not gonna lock in with a bunch of people. Like it's still gonna be like beat submissions, and I have clear ideas of what I want to do. Yeah. But you know, there, there's a couple of producers that I would love to just get in with and create and figure out what what comes out. Amazing! It must be super exciting, mm-hmm. man. I mean, everything, even from the genius stuff mm-hmm. and you know all this stuff you're building, man. Like it's just a good time to be doing this. Yes. So, uh, man, you know what? You know, I have bad news. We don't have one, time. Just do we one, have just time one, for black? We have time for one. I okay. think we have time. Okay. Yeah, we, just have just time. Just we, we have 10 minutes. We have 10 minutes. We have time for just one. We might even be able to do two. We have might 10 minutes. Squeeze in two. Let's start with one. Squeeze in two. We got Rob and Crab. Okay. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. And we got Rob with us. Just Rob. This is a special Blap Chat. Okay, here we go. This is special right now. This is special. So, listen up, guys. We're doing our Blap or Crap segment. This is what's about to happen. We're going to go to the website that we created. It's called Beat Thread, beatthread.com. We're going to choose your beat at random. We're going to play a snippet. If we like the beat, we're going to give you a blap. And if we don't, we're going to give you a crap. We're going to give you some constructive criticism. Yeah. Atlas is going to shit on you. And um, so Rob is going to is gonna partake in is this as well. the first special guest so we've had love. for Blap for, for, It's Maybe been a while. Yeah, it's, been a while. it's been a while. Steve, yeah. I think Steve Lobel did it. No, did he? No, um, I, I would have remembered that. Yeah. So anyway, guys, listen. If you want to submit to this segment, all you have to do is go to beatthread.com. And then join up. It's a free website. Upload your beat and make sure you hashtag blap or crap when you're uploading. So our first submission here, we're going to try to squeeze two in here. We'll see. Squeeze. Pause. You got it. We okay. got it. <laughs> squeeze two. Uh, we're going to squeeze two. Uh, our first submission is by Thello. T-H-E-L-O. Don't I hope fuck we didn't this do up. this. Let's go. Yeah. T-H-E-L-O. Thello. Let's Thello. Nicely. All right, well Dello with the submission. Yeah, I'm gonna start right. it. I'm start gonna start it. it. Okay. I'm gonna blap that. Atlas blapped. He loves sliding 808. Yeah, I, like, I like the sliding 808 thing. I like, I like the sequence code, in the record. Code if you want Atlas I like to blap your shit, get the rolling bass get pop in. Roller bass pop in. And do it right. You know, but yeah, I'm gonna blap that. I saw I could just hear an artist on top of it. Doing yep. what they do, I think I might even heard Glam spend a little on something the over there. Low liggity, low, you know what I mean? um, But anyway, overall, great job. I like the sequencing. I thought I thought the the sound selection was great. I'm gonna blap that. Bruh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, right, I'm gonna keep mine short. I'm gonna blap it too. I just yeah. hear a full song on I'm it. I wasn't crazy about the intro, mm-hmm. but again, it, it depending on the vocal that goes on top of that, exactly. the, that snare solo could probably mm-hmm. work. So I'm, I'm gonna blap it too. What about you, Perfection? I don't know. 
Oh, I'm come in between. On. <laughs> Sounds like oh, a wait, crap wait, to me. She said, I'm going to crap that. I don't know. Wait, wait. All right. The snare was kind of whack. I'm not even gonna lie. So the story. It wasn't whack as fuck though. No, it wasn't whack as fuck. It was just all right. Okay. I'm gonna crap it because my initial thought was, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I like the melody. The sample he used was pretty cool, but the intro was a little too long for me, and it was kind of like a weird drop. Um. That's it. The there snare was a little whack for me. I'm not gonna the lie. Snare was whack. Um, whack and then also, I think like the <laughs> me personally, I would nudge the snare a little bit mm. um, Make it to give harder. it just not even harder. Like um, to the right or to the left? To the right. To the right. Okay. To mm, give it more later. of like a like a swing, you know, to compared to like everything else that was going on in the track, it was a little too on the grid. On the grid. Mm. Um, <laughs> but other than that, it wasn't the worst. I'm not going right. to say it was a bad crap, but my initial thought was like, oh, okay, I can, it's you know. Cute. All right, it's that's cute. Fair. It's cute. Yeah, but, fair. So you can't yeah. blap cute. That's fair. She ain't black no. and cute. <laughs> no, I will black cute, but she I'm just going to crap that cute. one. No, it wasn't crap, that right? bad, but you know. Just I've got balls of steel. me on the fence. Because yeah. I do understand, I do get what you're saying. You can't take but it back. But for me, I'm not taking it back, but the reason that I do like the beat and the reason I am going to blap it mm. is because I'm big on chords. Oh, I really yeah, like the like chords. The, I the really chords like the nice. change. So to me, once you do that, like, and you put somebody hot on it, mm -hmm. I'll blap, I'll, it's not, you're not supposed to blap potential. Yeah. yeah. But, but I, I do think it's a good song. I think it was structured good and compared to what we've been getting lately. Yeah, that's true. I know. No, I'm saying. And I can hear someone on it, though. I can hear, yeah, totally. Like, I can hear somebody like, I can hear a man, I can mm -hmm. hear a girl, I can hear anybody yeah. on it. So I think that is what kind of makes it blappable. Is yeah. like, can this be a song that's structured? Can, right. this, exactly. can we hear this? Is it going to transition? Ralph, exactly. how about you? Yeah, what about yeah. you, Ralph? Yeah. I, I ain't going to lie that I hated the intro. I was ready. Yeah, I, it was slow. I can't tell if I fuck with a beat until the drums drop. Anyway. Right. Like, it's the mm -hmm. magic moment. Same. Um, I was ready to hate all over it. And then when the actual drums dropped and everything kind of came, it was like, all right, he got some shit here. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> it's black bitch. I, th I think he needs um the right songwriter, kind of mm -hmm. the right collaborative mm -hmm. process. You you could write a dope song or it could just kind of fall flat. So, yeah. um. Right. You need like a real yeah. know, Some crazy song, top right? line. Yeah, that's a blap or blapish. Blapish. Go with your initial. See what my initial was like Go with what's on your heart. When when the drums drop, I was like, God, it's a blap. Okay. You know okay. And I and I say the same because I did feel the same way about yeah. the intro. So no, yeah, it, it was like it was lagging. Well, I, that was guess what? That was our first blap ish. Yeah, bazinga, bazinga. Bazinga. Is that going to be a middle? It's uh, actually yeah, it's kind of like by uh, Mar Rob Markman. Like we'll 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 give it. It's not crap, but it's blap ish. You know what I'm saying? All right, we have time for one more snippet. Here we go. You better not. Here we go. This is quick. We can't do Vlash again. I'm looking at Vlash is just Vlash. That sounds like a really Vlash plush so many ass times. name. Uh, Vlash. Okay, we're gonna do Dolly Lambo. <laughs> <laughs> Dolly Lambo. Okay. Like Lambo. Or Lambo.
that's a crap. That's a crap. Let Rob start that. Rob, right. start that one off. Start that one off. Nah, it was crap, man. Yeah, yeah. It was crap. Me, yeah, constructive criticism. Like there was no beat build to yeah. it. Um, the the, you know, I know sometimes you can go kind of like a lo-fi mm-hmm. feel to it, but it, it just sound very staticky and not in a good way. Sometimes mm-hmm. I like the warmth of, yeah. of when you maybe you sample from a record and you hear that that warmth. Mm. It it felt like that's what it was going for, but it was just like poor sound quality. It was boring, yeah. And I, I heard like a like a hiccup. In there was like a, a, skip, a skip in there, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know what that I was. Agree. I agree. I'm crapping it too. Yeah, I would definitely. Say that. Cause I, cause my thing is, I was like, damn. Once you start figuring, once you hear a beat, you be like, damn, who can make this beat okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like my thing was like, <laughs> if 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 it's gonna take Kanye to make me like listen to that shit, then like yeah. maybe it's not. I think the drums mm-hmm. were just like, you know, clearly it was like a drum loop. I think if you're gonna like sample drums like that, make sure they're really heavy yeah. and uh, make sure that they're really like in the beat and mm-hmm. like whatever. It was minimal, but it didn't have. It wasn't bad, right. but at the same time, it wasn't enough going on where like you were invested to like mm-hmm. the track itself. It was like, mm-hmm. damn, somebody got to be on this. Like, I got to right. hear Kanye talk some shit or or like push a seat, push a T, say something, you right. know, in order for me to be like, oh yeah, that shit's hard. Right. It's like yeah. that's not that's not enough. True. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a crap it. All right. Yeah. It wasn't Real cool, you guys. Quick, That's quick gonna be crap. a no for me, dog. No. It's no a quick for me, dog. It's a quick sheet. Um, just two no. quick things. Um, it wasn't like the worst. Like right. we've heard mm-hmm. way worse craps. Yeah. Um, but I think I agree with you. I think the drums should be a little heavier. The drums were kind of a little. For me, they had a little too much reverb and they were a little too low, and the piano was higher than the drums. Right. I think he can raise his drums and maybe speed up the BPM a little bit. It was like speed lagging. It, it was a Very little too slow. So speed it up. I'm F. going with it's a crap for me. I totally agree. I would have sped it up, and also like the single key piano, mm-hmm. the bing, yeah. bing, bing, yeah. like yeah, go out there and get someone who like plays, and yeah. then maybe it'll be kind of dope. Thank you so much for what you for, contribute yeah. to the game, man. Like mm-hmm. it, it's just yeah. really like amazing what you've been doing, and like mm-hmm. it's just crazy to think like what's to come, mm-hmm. like with the music and with mm-hmm. genius and with like everything happening. So like, man, like let's give a round of applause, man. Yeah. Joining us today. Such an amazing um, convo, man. Um, Should do it around okay. his face. Just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much, dude. Nah, man. Oh. Thank you for having me, man. Yes. You know, yeah, man. Always a pleasure. This is dope. This is like real hip hop conversations. Yeah. Man. It's not exactly. a lot out here like this. And it's crazy. I remember Glam being mm-hmm. on Rat Fix. You know what I'm saying? The show that I used to produce. And, and, and that was the first time I met and, him. Yeah. And, and, and I would that, just run into him in the city. Yeah. Like, what you doing here? Yeah. I'd be like, I'm here. Yeah. What's up? And now I'm on Glam Show. So it's nah, see? I my show. See? I'm going to be on your show. See? Yeah, man. Fact. We gon', we, we even Rob, he, he, we didn't even touch base on his, you know, R&B podcast I, that he had back yep. in the, the day. The, the now, the now yeah. defunct R&B podcast. So oh. It used to be an engine room. Yeah. And, you know, oh. Atlas and Illmind. I mean, you know, obviously, like, we got history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A big fan, so it is a big moment for me, man. I was glad to do it. Thank y'all for yeah. having me. Yeah, well, we appreciate you, man. And yes. Good luck with everything, and we'll be seeing you, man, for yes, sure. Thank definitely. you so much, bro. Later. Thanks. All right, we out. Peace. Girl.